93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, April 15th, Tax Day. Good morning, Kathy. That's right, it is Tax Day. Good morning. In the news this morning, a powerful line of severe storms that moved across the area early this morning prompted tornado warnings in our area and a tornado watch for everyone until 7 a.m. The overnight watches and warnings are technically still in effect, but the storm is on its way out. So the warnings. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, So the warnings may expire earlier uh, than 7 a.m. I also heard a number of 500 lightning strikes reported Whoa. in our area. Yeah, the storm brought down tree oh branches and power lines and caused flooding in many areas. You guys- By the way, just to, to <laughs> recap, that audio is a guy who literally looked down the street yeah. and he thought he saw a funnel cloud right. and just freaked the hell oh out. Oh my god! Tornado! Tornado! Oh, I forgot tornado! we had a remix of this. Okay. They do say, though, in a similar situation, the best thing to do is panic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or put on some dance music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what did you guys experience? I woke up in the middle of the night. Just I, I heard a gust of wind, and I'm like, it kind of woke me up for a moment. Did I just hear that, or did I dream that? And then I, I kept hearing it, and so I have, I have a little sound machine, you know? A right. Yeah, yeah. So I just turned that up a little bit more and went back. <laughs> Here's my, my sound machine is... Tornado! Tornado! I yelled at the cats because I thought they were behind the entertainment center oh. playing Making with wires. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? And uh, it was it was rain pelting against the window. And I, I got up and there's no cats in the room. Oh, it's the weather. It was the emergency alert that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yes, where it phone, said right? where it said take cover. Yeah, shelter like, in place. Take shelter. Yes. What on check, your phone? Yeah, yeah. check with local yeah. media. Emergency yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah, emergency alert. Like first my wife went off, and that uh, woke me up, and then mine yeah. went off. And, and that then, was that was about three forty five, I think. It was, no, it said uh, warning until three. 45. Oh, that was it. it was about three Wait. in the morning. Okay. Do you sleep with your lights on? Is that how that woke? You said that's the lights went out and that's when you woke up. Mm, no, is no. That what it, I, said? The, I yeah. don't know. No, the alarm. You know when you get like a weather alert on your phone, yeah. it makes a I sound. I thought he just said the, the lights went out and that's when I woke up. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah, I have the same situation. I, I leave my lights on and when an alarm goes off, it shuts the lights off. I so don't. Re- I don't recall saying that. But <laughs> that's, not that. the, that's not. Damn okay, you! What I, that, if I did say that, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. Understood. Understood. Okay, I was confused. I was yes. a little confused. So uh, anyhow, oh, and, my I, wife's went off. That's what I said. My wife's oh. phone went off. Oh. I thought you said my lights went off. Yay, we All figured right. it out. Yay. Yay. God, we're already off to a good start. Right. We CSI'd that bitch. Yes. Does anybody know around what time? I didn't even look at the clock. Around About 3 a.m., 3.15, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, at my house, it's wife's out at 11. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Yeah. All right. So afternoon winds will be gusty and could put more debris on the roads today and tonight. Uh, the storm bringing in cooler weather, like Preston mentioned, and those heavy winds. I'm sorry to keep pointing things out, but Casey, you're waving yourself like you're in a Baptist church right, right? now. He's it is there. so freaking hot in here, dude. I, I have he's got to. a letter. He's got a letter that he's waving like he's got oh, the Vegas. Oh Jesus! Oh dear Lord! I got to put up my preserves later on, Miss Celia. I got the vapors. Why can't it 
just be a normal temperature it in here. It never will. No, it's no. It's either it, going to be Arctic or Sahara. Or Honestly, it's it. it's like it's somebody, like an alien race is terraforming the planet. <laughs> the hell's going on with this? Because, listen, I'm good. I'm fine. But I, even I sense it's, it's a little warm. tropical it's a little in here. Yeah. I mean, check this out. I can go on my phone right now, and I can change, change your the house. exact temperature at my house, which is miles away from here. Uh, I have the thermostat <laughs> right next to me, and I can either go hot or cold. Or freezing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Come it would on. work, though. I'm not sure it would work. It won't. They're, they're, they're disconnecting a lot of stuff around here as they're doing <laughs> the know. rebuild. Seriously. But don't blame it on that. It's yeah. always been that It's way. like the Winchester <laughs> mansion here, Preston. There's just yeah. doors that disappear right. and hallways that end nowhere. And You're not getting It's like we're that. trying to elude ghosts. <laughs> a little refurbishing yeah. being done around here. All right, so cooler temperatures today, heavy winds, and then uh, we're going to see some more rain this week. Police in Newcastle County, Delaware, are searching for a driver who struck a bicyclist on Sunday night. It happened at 8.30 in the evening on the 500 block of Milltown Road. Police say a 55-year-old man was on his bike when he was struck by an unknown driver. The driver did not stop mm. at the scene. The man was transported to an area hospital with serious injuries. Police are trying to get a description of the vehicle. American Airlines announced Sunday that it was canceling 115 flights per day through mid-August because of ongoing problems with the Boeing 737 MAX aircraft. The announcement made American the second major carrier to cancel MAX flights through the busy summer season. Southwest Airlines, the largest operator of Boeing jets, announced last week that it would cancel its max flights through August 5th. Americans' cancellations will last through August 19th. So my wife last night comes in and she, you know, when this news broke and, and she's traveling and I, I I thought the impact would be when we flew down to Florida that, you know, there, there was they were saying it was a very minimal effect. Why the sudden skip up in the effect now? Well, because they're saying that uh, Amer- or, uh, Boeing needs more time. Okay. So now they're canceling all the flights all through right. uh, through the summer season where they were supposed to be back up and running, I think, sometime this month. Oh, they're saying now okay. through, through August. Yeah. The United States and other countries grounded the Boeing 737 MAX planes in mid-March after deadly plane crashes in Ethiopia and Indonesia. Airlines are being forced to ground their planes longer than expected after Boeing and the FAA said the company needs more time to complete changes to a flight control system suspected of playing a role in the crashes. Americans' cancellations represent 1.5% of its total flights each day of the summer. They were describing <clears throat> the technical issue that was happening, and it was sort of supposed to be a preventative feature on the uh, in the technology, but what it would actually do, would it would force the plane into a dive. Yeah, and they couldn't override yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. The airline, which has 24 MAX jets, said its reservations and sales teams will work with customers to manage their travel plans. All right, in sports this morning... <laughs> Tiger Woods won the 2019 Masters. Nearly 11 years after his last major victory, the longest drought in golf history, Woods won the Masters by one stroke with a final round of 70. Six golfers held at least a share of the lead over the day, and five were tied with only a few holes left. But in the end, Woods separated himself from the pack and walked off the 18th green to huge cheers and another green jacket awaiting him. The win is his 15th major and fifth at the Masters. After sinking the winning putt, Woods threw his arms in triumph, and after walking off the 18th green, received a massive hug from his son, Charlie, who wasn't even born the last time Tiger won a major. (laughs) The Sixers will look to bounce back from their game one loss against the Brooklyn Nets when the two teams play again tonight. 
tonight in South Philly. At one point late in the game on Saturday, Amir Johnson was caught showing teammate Joel Embiid his cell phone on the bench, leading to a fine from the team and an apology from the Veterans Center. Johnson uh, was caught by TV cameras sitting on the bench and scrolling through his phone uh, late in the fourth quarter with the Sixers down 16 points. Johnson showed Embiid something on his phone and then slid it into the pocket of his warm-up pants. After the game, Embiid said, I just looked down because he said his daughter was extremely sick and he was checking on her. Johnson issued an apology a few hours after the team's loss. Tip-off for tonight's game, two is set for 8 o'clock. And the Phillies beat the Marlins 3-1 to in 14 innings yesterday afternoon in Miami. After Vince Velasquez took a no-hitter into the sixth inning, the bullpen pitched eight scoreless innings and had 14 strikeouts. Gene Segura hit his first home run of the year to give the Phillies a 3-1 lead in the 14th, and they held on for the win. The Phillies are back home tonight uh, to open up a three-game set against the New York Mets. Noah Snydergaard will get the start for the Mets, and Aaron Nola will go for the Phillies. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Hey, guys. How are you? Nice to see everybody. We're back. We had uh, a week off, and uh, everybody doing some various things, and we've uh, returned, and it's always nice to see everybody's faces once again here. In the studio, we have uh, some things planned uh, coming up for you. We have a Word of the Week prize. It's a chance for you to get a pair of tickets to see the Jim Brewer Residency this Saturday. He'll be at uh, Sound Waves at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, uh, Jim's new home in Atlantic City, and we'll set you up with a room for that night and a $100 food voucher. Nice. Cool. Yeah, so you need to, need to be 21 and older in order to win that. So we'll get the letter today coming up at the end of the program. And I'm looking at a whole list of other giveaway things that I've only skimmed, so I'm not going to tease that until I take a good look at it. We'll do that. Go fund yourself. We have that coming up as well. Uh, 8 o'clock, your first chance to win 1000 bucks. So we'll get to that. Coming up on the program, guest-wise, later this morning, Sean Astin. Yes. We'll be joining us for No Good Nick, which premieres on Netflix today. And Sean's great. We've had him in the studio years ago. He's a super nice guy, so spent some time talking to him. And he has history with uh, Netflix because he was season two of Stranger Things. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. He was great. That. You're right. He yeah. was... He was so good in that. His character, you know, I kept waiting to go, what is this guy's ulterior yeah. motive? Yeah. And, and he, he was, was just, a good, just guy. a good guy. He was actually like a, 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 an everyman superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're a lot yeah. like that. So uh, we'll talk to him a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we'll see how everybody's uh, time off went. And, Exciting. Uh, all that good stuff. So <laughs> other than that, business as usual, dear, dear friends. We got the, the entertainment report coming up, a stupid question, all that stuff. And we'll fit in some other giveaways and We've got loads of events on the way, too, that we'll be reminding you about. So uh, stick with us today. We're going to have a good time. We'll take a quick break. Come back in just a moment and keep the momentum rolling. Make sure you stay with us because we'll be back shortly. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast after this. Show your mom or the mother of your children that you love her to the moon and back with Steven Singer's beautiful I Love You to the Moon and Back Diamond Necklace for only $98. Free shipping, free personalized Mother's Day card exclusively at Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away, for the stupid question, a four-pack of Six Flags Great Adventure tickets. Oh, it's that time. It is, sir. All right, so the question, this one's pretty cool. Which U.S. state is simultaneously the westernmost and easternmost state? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right, what uh, U.S. state is simultaneously the westernmost and easternmost state? Two one five two six three WMMR. That's our number. Call now. Today is Monday, April fifteenth. 
Uh, it is Ed O'Brien of Radiohead's birthday. He's a guitarist. He's 51 years old. I don't know anything about him. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> enough said. Uh, um, was he? Was he? <laughs> Was he the main guy I thought it was fighting Tom York? With... I thought Tom York was the main. Yeah, uh, there's somebody the, named Greenwood, a, a prick, yeah, or something like that. No, no one cares. I told you, I don't know anything. No about one knows, band. and really, you were right in your original move. On. Who's Johnny Greenwood? Isn't there somebody named Johnny Greenwood? Well, I'm sure Maybe. somewhere in the world there's someone named. Johnny <laughs> I don't think Greenwood. so, Preston. I was watching Nick. a special called "There's No One Named Johnny Greenwood in the World." <laughs> I watched that. It was no, really no good. Idea. It was uh, hosted by Ed O'Brien. Uh, I thought he was the guitarist for the band. Uh, he is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. So there's a guy named Johnny hey! Greenwood. Yeah. Jonathan Richard Guy Greenwood. But his birthday is on November 5th. So let's not focus on him. No, we let's spend a lot of time on this. Let's accentuate the positive. <laughs> I told you I wanted to move on. Yeah, and you what didn't. did I do? I didn't move we, on. No, we were like, uh, you were like Pacino in Godfather 3. We pulled you back. Uh, Ed O'Brien's 51. Uh, it's Seth Rogen's birthday today. All right, do you want to play the clip now or what? Oh, geez. <laughs> why An observant not? report? Yeah, why not? The what whole one or what? Yeah, here we go. Okay. I know. Wait, wait. <laughs> I got a big box. Damn it. Wow. So, did everybody re-label there, everything uh, here? Some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? Yep, there it is. And there it is. The famous one. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? <laughs> Listen, Jesus. we've all had those <laughs> moments. Casey, you were sitting next to me. <laughs> After I said that, yeah. what did I do? You were, you were like, <laughs> I can't like remember. Chris but it was like, it was I like, just like, dropped my head. Just, it was like, so stupid. What the hell did I just say? Like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's like when I forgot we were interviewing Treat Williams, I, and I complete. I had, I hear a voice on the phone. I'm like, who am I talking to? How, how tall are you? Yeah. I had no questions that pertain to Tree Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what did I label that as? Because I the greatest had, question ever gr- asked. Greatest question there, ever. Uh, uh, <laughs> some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as. <laughs> we ended up hanging on to that just for a little bit. We 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 let it. Um, yeah. We we let it uh, go away. Yep. So it wouldn't sting as much. Oh, we didn't pull. No. You didn't pull it out, we right? No. In uh, fact, we let you heal. We don't yeah. normally record interviews. We do all our interviews live, but this one we recorded. Well, no, that, actually, that was done live. No, it was recorded. It was, was recorded, it? yeah, because mm-hmm. when we played it back, he edited it I out. edited it out, and it oh, sounded great. I don't it remember like a, that. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, I guess that's why we stopped recording. We never, well, we stopped it. We, I don't know why we made an exception. What are you doing? I think this Go might ahead. be the the the, oh, the no. full-on. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you <laughs> no. have been known to, uh, been come to known as? Yeah. <laughs> So you're asking me if this is what I've been come to know as? Yeah, 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 that's what I was asking. And he was so he, nice about he it. Was. He knew what I asked, and he answered it. So anyway, he's 37 today. So I'm sorry. I thought I was calling only domestic radio station. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wake, wake up Moscow. I'm talking. To By you. the way, on on Instagram, he is he's always posting videos and pictures of ashtrays for. Marijuana cigarettes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Some people call them joints. That's a goal. That's a goal. <laughs> yes. People call them joints. Okay. I always have to giggle when someone says marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, he's 37. Emma Thompson, the great actress, and uh, celebrating a milestone birthday today, turned 60 years old. What did I just see her? And she's got a, a trailer for a new movie where she's getting major accolades for. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm forgetting what it is. I think it's Monster Truck 2. <laughs> <laughs> 
She plays a, a, a British car. No, oh, she, a, drives, uh, she drives Brodozer in there. <laughs> no, 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 what it is. It's, oh, uh, it's actual monster. It's, <laughs> it's Late Night. She plays that's the Late it. Night host who's kind of uh, Letterman-esque. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. And uh, Mindy Kaling, I think, works for her. <laughs> she drives to work in Brodozer. <laughs> yeah. By the, the way, we are having the driver of Brodozer in studio this I know. Week. Can we get Brodozer in the parking lot? <sighs> I know. <laughs> well, we're getting the driver for sure. Emma Thompson, 60 today. Star of Brodozer. <laughs> uh, Emma Watson. Uh, and they've both been in the Harry Potter series together, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so she is uh, 29 today. Emma A beguiling. Watson, Hermione. Young lady. And uh, the, her, that Beauty and the Beast, that version with her, the live action, I freaking love it. Yeah. I had no idea. I was kind of standoffish about it, and it gets me every time. Yep. Well done. And then the last birthday, and a big week for this young lady, Maisie Williams, Arya Stark, turns wow. 22 years old today. And obviously the uh, show debuted the final season That's last, a last night. What's that? Did you watch a little bit of the, uh, I know you didn't stay up for the whole thing. I watched you... about the first half hour of it, just All because right. I knew it was going to run pretty late, and uh, I'll watch the rest of it today. But I was excited, and I expertly... Time to I rewatched the entire series, and I finished up with the last episode with five minutes remaining before uh, the new one started. Awesome! So it was man. pretty awesome because I'm excited. trying to do that with the Avengers, but that's like literally half of the time yeah. commitment. Well, because you're talking 67, 68 episodes. I uh, was yeah, seventy, roughly seventy episodes. Yeah, maybe more. Wow, yeah, it's, so. it's a lot of timing. Did you see the numbers, the overnight numbers for what they were calling for a billion? They, they believe they got a billion, a billion Sweet. plus watching the premiere episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. A billion That's people. Real. Uh, it is that good, by the way. So, uh, happy birthday to Maisie Williams, who's awesome. She's uh, 22. And she's playing Marissa in the um, MMR, the movie. Ah, uh, yes, Remember, right, Williams, yes. So. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, which U.S. state is simultaneously the westernmost and easternmost state? 215-263-WMMR, the number, and we will go to Sean for the answer. Hey, Sean, good morning. Good morning, guys. Okay, Sean, do you know which state we're talking about? Uh, is it Alaska? It is Alaska. <laughs> Hang on a moment. I guess it, the International Dateline crosses through part of it. Is that what it is? Yeah, there? it's okay. also the northernmost state. Now, I didn't even consider It's also that. the southernmost state. No, no, that's Hawaii. <laughs> All right, so Sean got it right, and we're going to give him a four-pack of Six Flags Great Adventure tickets. It's spring break at Six Flags Great Adventure, open daily, April 19th through 28th. And for fun all year, you can go big with Six Flags Season Pass. Buy now at SixFlags.com. Save up to 65%. Go big. Go Six Flags. At the box office, number one was Shazam. Shazam! Yes, I did see that during the break. What'd you think? I missed the last 20 minutes of it because I had to pick up my son from a dance. Oh, man. Uh, So I will go back and see it again. It was a lot of fun. Good. I really enjoyed it. You'll you'll like it. Do you believe uh, a lot of people have called it a uh, superhero movie meets big? Exactly. Okay. In fact, there is a a, a really cool nod to Big. To Big is oh, there really? in the movie? Yeah, I was, cool. where I just all of a sudden it was just me. I was like, ah, it's, oh, oh, yeah. it's so cool. So, but it's worth seeing. It's it's a good movie, ladies and gentlemen. If I can have your attention, I just noticed an Easter egg. <laughs> I should have just stood up and said it right there in the theater. Did everyone Preston. see that? Hi. Listen, it's okay. I'm a broadcaster, yes. so Preston I need Elliot. to contact the authorities. I'm Preston on radio. Show. You may have missed. We've been on vacation this week, but I just want to let you know 
that this was an Easter egg <laughs> that you had just witnessed. All right, so anyhow, that was a number one, followed by Little. What's Little? <laughs> it's talking oh. about Big. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, Big for Black People. Okay. All oh, right. yes, yeah. It's the, the girl from uh, Blackish, the young girl from Blackish. Um, and she's very talented, and uh, yeah, it's it's one of those uh, body switch things. By the way, I think there's five movies that are single word titles uh, this week in the top ten. Then you have Hellboy at number three. Hellboy oh, did not do well. Uh, followed by Pet Cemetery. Dumbo was fifth. Uh, then you had Captain Marvel at six, and then Us is seven. Huh. After is eight. Uh, the Missing Link was nine, and then The Best of Enemies rounded out the top ten. Uh, we'll start with news of Amber Heard. She is asking a judge to dismiss a $50 million defamation suit against her. Filed by her ex-husband, Johnny Depp. He filed it over a domestic violence op-ed on domestic violence that, well, that's, <laughs> see if they can throw domestic violence in here a few more times, that she penned for the Washington Post. In her it's re- on the domestic violence. And <laughs> you're speaking in Latin, legal exactly. terms, right? Yeah, legal, uh, legalese. In, in her response to Depp's suit, Heard provided additional evidence of his abuse. Uh, the motion, which was filed in the Circuit Court of Fairfax, Virginia, Heard uh, Heard had described a dozen instances of alleged abuse before and during their marriage, including slaps, chokes, and hair pulling. I was reading of uh, the extensive deposition about the stuff that she says it's pretty brutal so um and uh but if you were him why would you open up this this potential of stuff that really hadn't gotten out before getting out now yeah it just seems weird on every angle he's a loose cannon i don't know i'm crazy Uh, i'm a pirate and a cowboy yeah well i mean that's both of those put together that makes crazy uh, Depp has uh, previously denied all allegations of abuse. In, whoa, whoa, whoa. in the, in the, he just does that. Yeah, 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 in, you know, you know who I am. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. It's the music from the Spaghetti Western. Yeah. Sergio Leone. Anybody? Good, um, the bad, and the ugly. In the filing, uh, Heard submitted exhibits of photographs of bruises on her face, scars on her arms, and damage that he did in their home. It's uh, Photoship. Uh, Photoshop. Oh. Uh, she also shared screenshots of texts describing the incident. Uh, now, Johnny, this is according to her attorney, Eric George. He said in a statement, Johnny Depp physically and verbally abused Amber Heard since their divorce. Mr. Depp has continued to publicly harass Miss Heard. And attempted to gaslight the world by denying his abuse. Uh, it is long past time for Mr. Depp's despicable conduct to end. Mm. Um, now, Depp's attorney, Adam Waldman, said in an email to the AP, the only way for Amber Heard to sustain her hoax is with more lies. Okay, So they disagree is what you're saying. They're disagreeing. And yeah. Elon Musk is being subpoenaed in the Uh-oh. case, by the way. Yeah. Let's subpoena him. Uh, so, meanwhile, Warner Brothers you is... the bastard. Uh, meanwhile, Warner Brothers is reportedly freaking out over the fate of its Harry Potter movie franchise. Depp, of course, stars in Fantastic Beasts 3. Yes. On the next installment of J.K. Rowling's uh, Harry Potter films, uh, it's set to begin in the fall. The filming is. Now, executives at Warner Brothers, according to a source, are wondering how to deal with the backlash of Depp, of the Depp matter on the Harry Potter franchise. High-level female execs at the studio are extremely worried about working with uh, Depp and the message it sends to the public, especially after the recent departure 
of CEO Kevin Sujahara, who last month announced that he was leaving amid a casting couch uh, scandal. So. It is weird. It is hard to juggle all that. How uh, Nick, I don't know. I mean, these things are, are there, I guess, they're in the process of being created and written, so it's not like it's an already pre-existing yeah, bunch mean, of books. So you know, is, is, could they write them out? They could. Uh, Richard Harris died in the first series, yeah, and yeah. they replaced him with uh, Michael, Michael Gambon, and he did a great yeah. job as uh, as um, Dumbledore. So they could find another person to play. But Johnny Depp really is a pretty iconic actor when you think about it. No, so I, I, yeah. I never even saw The Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't know, you know if what? it was good or not. I just I, got it. I didn't either. I was just wondering because I remember he had a bit part at the end of Fantastic right. Beats. It would be a crime not to see it. Waka waka. <laughs> and I forgot that the, that that's how I've kind of lost interest yeah. uh, in the movies, unfortunately, because they're great movies. But well, this one actually got also fair to Midland reviews. Mm-hmm. It was the first one that was not getting great reviews. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Brad Pitt and Angelina uh, Angelina Jolie are officially over. What? It's done. It's yeah. over. Yeah, it's no. we're over. I, I guess they're over. The marriage is over. Uh, Completely like over. Rambo got in there. Uh, Brand- For the defense. Uh, Brand- Rambo. For the defense. <laughs> He's the lawyer. Rambo. Your Honor, yeah. it's over. <laughs> John Rambo, divorce lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Brand- Call me anytime, day or night. Uh- New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or Christmas. Because nothing's over. <laughs> By the way. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? That's it. Rambo. Nothing's over. Lawyer. Nothing's over. Yeah. Until I say it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Brangelina... Remember, they used to be called that. Brangelina filed a judgment Friday in their divorce that officially restores their single status while they continue to work out final details regarding custody of their six kids and division of their considerable assets. So that's going to get hairy. Uh, Both parents focused on what's best for the kids, a source tells People Magazine. They have six children, of course, together. Uh, The judge ruled that Jolie and Pitt can go their separate ways. So they're officially done. I didn't even know it wasn't done. I'd forgotten about it. That was the last step in the whole yeah. process, and they had apparently, uh, towards the, the end, of your reporting on things became a lot more amicable. Well, so. it became uh, it was it, was, it took forever for them to get married in the first place, and then it took forever right. for them to get divorced. It had to be that uh, until gay people could get mar- married, and uh, and I think they even got married ahead of that. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, Momager, Chris Jenner, is giving fans a glimpse behind the decisions and cash Ooh. that drive her family's billion-dollar empire. And did we get a uh, tour of the Cheesecake Factory, too? Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's part of the, That's the VIP <laughs> The VIP tour. package. Uh, on a special set to air on CBS Sunday morning, the 63-year-old reveals the range of fees paid to Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall and Kylie every time they pitch a product to their hundreds of millions of followers. Uh, the episode was previously in story form, but the, the, the taped interview will air at a later date uh, due to scheduling issues due to inclement weather. Do you have some uh, some numbers there for no, their... No numbers, but... Okay, because sh- we, we know we've heard rumors as, you know, ridiculous amounts for just mentioning a product on Instagram. She says, uh, my daughters are constantly getting offers to post something for a company or a brand on social media, so... Uh, They have a fee for a post or a fee for a story, uh, a fee for Facebook, a fee for, you know, they have a fee schedule, she said. Uh, She didn't talk specifics, but she did say that the posts are definitely six figures. Uh, The fee was structured depending on the product being hawked and who is doing the selling. Uh, She said sometimes if it's Kim or it's Kylie, it depends on what it really is. 
uh, adding that if the pitch is for a pharmaceutical product, if it's something that you're going to drink or ingest or put in your bot or on your body, uh, the price goes up. But she didn't indicate. Oh, wow. So, like yeah. when Kylie just did a whole series of Instagram posts for Imodium, the, how oh. much did she make on those? <laughs> it didn't give any specifics. <laughs> Meanwhile, I mean that stuff works. It really it, does. It, it does. It's a terrific product. It really locked my ass right up. <laughs> Turns your poop kind of black, though. Did you ever notice that? No. Yeah, yeah you feel like me. Jake Clampett, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Texas tea. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kim tells people that despite rumors of tension between herself and uh, model Naomi Campbell, whose iconic looks she has been accused of copying. Oh, man. You don't uh, want to copy someone's looks. They're good friends. Uh, she says, it's funny because people were writing about it like it was some scandalous thing. I've Isn't always... it funny? I've always been so open that she is the ultimate fashion and glam muse. Uh, she got the best runway looks. Who Can you imagine a more protracted, uh, skewed view of the world if you live within the Kardashian bubble? No. I mean, you, you know, uh, it's it's just, and listen, that's, you cannot deny them their success, but it, it's just, it's it's wholly... It's, my, my, it's they might as well live on another planet, yeah, another like world. like uh, you know uh, Doctor Manhattan, Preston, uh, you know, <laughs> living on uh, Mars. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yep, yep. And by the way, this happened while we were gone. It was uh, news last week, and I don't really have all the details, but I'm sure you guys saw it while we were gone. Kim wants to go to law school. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. did she even go to college? Did I she have, have a college no degree. Mind. Okay, That's if you want to go to law school, I recommend a college to you. Oh, you're, are you, are you yeah. in placement services? Rainbow University. Okay, Rainbow <laughs> University. Oh, an actual school. Absolutely. Wow. It's unbelievable. I had no idea. Get your law degree in one weekend. Yeah, and just when you think the semester's over. It's nothing's over! Right. Is that how you got your divorce? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. One long weekend. Um, <laughs> but no, she, she wanted to do I am, I'm John Rambo. The big <laughs> secret about the laws is a lot of gobbledygook. you <laughs> a lot of what? I teach you to cut to the chase. But well, wait a minute. It's a lot of hokum and hooey. Uh, Kim, from what I, I skimmed the story where we are gone because I didn't want to work at all while I was gone. But anyhow, <laughs> she wants to get it for uh, criminal defense, I think. She or wants for to helping get out a no. medical lawyer. No, she, what she does wants. not. She no. wants to be both a doctor and a lawyer. No, she wants to help out with, uh, like like the woman that she helped out that was uh, yes. uh, had yeah. the harsh sentence against She's going to work for client inspector, or client, you know, the, uh, the the medical law firm. No, oh. yeah, she wants to help with, with those cases Steve. where people are, yeah. What if she became a cowboy hat lawyer? Oh, oh that'd be so God. great. Hi, I'm, hey, hey, I'm Kim Carter. Hi, that's <laughs> and I practice the law. You little doggy. <laughs> okay, she does not have a college degree, so... You gotta start with that one. You gotta start with that one. I don't even know if she's got a high school diploma. Her college advisor is Lori Laughlin, so it should work out. (laughs) But you're right. Like, these guys live in this alternate reality that Mm. is not. It's kind of like when Thor came to Earth for the first time and he walked into the pet store and said, I I need a horse. (laughs) Right, right. Right? Like, that's kind of what. I'll tell you this, though, and and this is the truth. She has achieved things with getting, reversing some bad situations for people. Yeah, she's got so, major influence, so but she, she has no education behind hey, that. Hey, why not? Let her let her do that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, becoming a lawyer? Have fun with that. Have fun with that. Yeah, Casey, it says she attended Marymount High School. It does not say she graduated oh, from there. Wow. She may not have even graduated what? from high school. Yeah. However, though, she has a uh, a desk and some uh, pencils set up in her butt room. Oh, 
So she's going to study. On her way. I'm in my butt room studying. Speaking of Lori Laughlin, uh, she's been grappling with the charges and the college admissions scandal. She and dozens of other parents, of course, have uh, been swept up in it. But unlike Felicity Huffman, the other high-profile celeb, uh, she is in a bit of a denial about the severity of her actions, according to a report in People. Uh, she didn't take the plea deal, right? Now, Huffman <clears throat> not only pleaded guilty, but issued a dramatic apology in which he expressed shame and regret. And apparently, a source says it's just taking some time for it to sink in uh, that she was what she was doing allegedly doing could be considered illegal. This is Lori Laughlin I'm talking about. To her, it was an egregious behavior. Was it entitled and perhaps selfish? Perhaps. But she didn't see it as being a legal violation. She, this source says from the beginning, she, she didn't want to take a deal because she felt that she hadn't done anything that any mom wouldn't have done if they had the means to do so. Uh-huh. So this wasn't her being obstinate. This is her truly not understanding the seriousness of the allegation. Did you see the new recalibration on the years she's looking at? Mm-mm. 40 years in jail. No. Yeah. She could be looking at now the odds of her getting that are fairly nominal. That's but, pretty stupid. Yeah, but I mean, wire fraud and all this stuff. She, and every sort of legal expert I saw talking about the case said, take the deal. They're putting in front because yes. the judge doesn't like to see and the court doesn't like to see. She sh- she's been showing up and signing autographs and taking pictures. And, they you know, the way that uh, Felicity Huffman looked. Yeah. Very, very uh, contrite, and uh, I'm sorry, and, and uh, you know, that's the way you present yourself. Hey, you got to play the game sometimes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's what you learn in law school. That's right. That's what they teach you. <laughs> I tell you something. I teach you how to get out of that 40-year sentence. Um, meanwhile, Saturday Night Live found plenty of inspiration from the college admissions scandal with Kate McKinnon taking on the role of, Lo- of Laughlin. Uh, her three cellmates, uh, Chris Red, Keenan Thompson, and Kyle Mooney, are confused when she explains what she's in for. Thompson shocked, asked, "Hold on, you paid five hundred grand for USC? That's not including the three hundred grand I blew on tuition." So uh, they had some fun with it over the weekend. Uh, Dancing with the Stars pros, Jenna Johnson and Val uh, Chemerkovsky. Uh, got hitched Saturday at the uh, Ternia Resort in Rancho Palos Verdes, California. Uh, They married in front of several fellow dancing stars, including Val's brother, Maxim, uh, and sister-in-law, Pita Murgatroyd. Uh, Fellow Dancing with the Stars attendees included Adam Rippon, Normani, Nikki Bella, Lori Hernandez, Cheryl Burke, Artem, (sighs) something I can't pronounce. Preston, that's my dream list. (laughs) Gabby Diaz and more. So they went ahead and got married. Uh, Who else do I have news about? How about this? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Haven't heard that name in a while. Oh, my God. Uh, His criminal trial for sexual assault uh, gets set to kick off on June 3rd. Uh, He's out and about, though. How exciting. Uh, I know, isn't it, though? Guess uh, who I just saw? Harvey Weinstein. The disgraced movie mogul was spotted eating at Cipriani, Dolce, and Grand Central. I know, dude. The idea of him eating. Hopefully good hummus. More pita, please. What are you eating? Pita and hummus. Oh. <laughs> chickpeas. <laughs> And that's not even something loud that people eat. Like, I could only imagine him eating, like... What was that, the, 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 the sand pit creature, the Sarnak? Or right, 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 right. Yeah, that, that, that had better table manners than Harvey Weinstein. Here, Mr. Weinstein, here's your watermelon. <laughs> More bok choy. 
Just think of the noisiest pass yeah. possibly. He just put it on his face yeah. and it absorbs in. There's some ribs. <laughs> uh, so he was uh, dining with former Miramax assistant turned producer. A a former. I don't know who it is. Is uh, it a dining is, or a feeding? Yeah, that's a good question. Them? Yeah, but uh, they're and, feeding the Weinstein at four o'clock. And they, come watch. Yeah. yeah, you bring the children to watch. <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a former movie producer, but it's very exciting to see them eat in public like this. They're normally very shy and nocturnal. (laughs) Well, don't get near him. Isn't that impressive? All right. Uh, so he was spotted out and about. And then, of course, there's a little concession, you know, with stuffed Weinsteins that you can buy on the way out. Yeah. And Steve, and they have little cherry tomatoes you can throw to. Right, you yeah, can yeah. buy and you can oh, throw wow. to them if you need. <laughs> I got it. That's him. Got it. Yeah. Wait, now watch. I'm going to put bok choy on his nose, and he's going to sit there until I give the command. Wait. Okay. <laughs> that noise is disgusting. It's horrible. But I just, there are some people I. <laughs> You know when you've been around someone who's just... Oh. People I don't want to see. There are yeah. one or two people uh, that I... Remember Anthony Weiner watching him eating that stupid documentary? Uh, it's horrible. That freaking guy. He's in the back of a car. I know exactly what Casey's talking about. It's, you know, the, the disgraced politician. Yeah. But he's there and he's slamming down a sandwich. But it's disgusting. No kidding. Just the simple act of eating a sandwich was mm-hmm. horrifying. Mm-hmm. And he's a like a sex predator. Yeah, you go like this. Hey, you know what? Listen, I know we're filming the documentary. Yeah. But give me a second to eat this sandwich. Give me about 10 minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to look like a friggin' pig. I'm going to finish off this bok choy and we'll start up again. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, Let's see. Uh, More than a billion people, as Steve said, uh, watched the first episode, uh, final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, But the wild success of the show has had a negative impact on the life of husky dogs. Uh, Game of Thrones' uh, Jerome Flynn, who plays Bronn, who's an awesome character, is urging fans in a new spot for Rapita to not give in to buying a husky, which resembles the beloved dire wolves in the show. And you know what? This happens every time a movie or TV show that features an animal. Sometimes people it becomes go out and they trendy. Have them, yeah, you're right. And they haven't thought through the commitment. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you end up with uh, animals in shelters or T Rex. And that yeah, yeah. you remember when yeah. Jurassic Park came out? <laughs> I mean, it was a tragedy. Yes, I. I purchased a Tyrannosaurus Rex after Jurassic Park, but I, I can't take care of it. I'm on a pension. Unless you have a fixed income, we understand, ma'am. It's expensive to feed I, those. I have to make ends meet, and it's difficult. Yeah. It eats 250 pounds of beef. <laughs> I so, run out of steel to feed it, and that whole mechanism to raise <laughs> put it into the pen is so difficult by arthritis. Well, they're really cute when they're babies. <laughs> it's adorable the way it would eat entire herds of cattle. Um, so anyhow, uh, this has happened with huskies. Uh, Jerome Flynn, Braun said, uh, animal shelters. Hey, again. I'm about to go. Yeah. He said animal shelters around the world are reporting a surge in the number of abandoned huskies because uh, the casual acquirer drawn to the dog's appearance failed to take into consideration the amount of time, patience, and money required to care for these animals. Oh, and they're, they're beautiful animals. They're but gorgeous. you're, 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 that, you're very uh, correct with that, Preston. Don't give in to the trendiness of this and really do the research on yep. these animals. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is nigh. Stephen Colbert, Lucasfilm. 
And Kathleen Kennedy and director J.J. Abrams unveiled the first teaser trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker to a packed crowd at a Star Wars celebration in Chicago on Friday. Did you watch it? No, uh uh-uh. Oh, Look good. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Okay. And, then, and then there's another thing that came out. Um, the 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 Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, about uh, Boba Fett. Yes, Ooh. which looks it's, at least yeah, it's I've seen, a movie. I've it's, seen just stills. No. no, it's a TV show. It's the first ever live action Star Wars TV show. It's, no it's not about Boba For, Fett though. It's about a, a, a bounty hunter that kind of looks like Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, um, and it's Bono a, Fett. It's not Bono Fett. Bono Fett. <laughs> Robert Andrew Fett. I go travel through space in my ship. <laughs> it's a little tight. And you've got to be careful when you pass gas. It's um, a John Favreau. His <laughs> <laughs> little stink up the whole Stick compartment. Stick it on up, and it's just it lingers. Oh my god! But uh, no, they, Nick, did did you actually see any video footage? I saw no. stills that looked really good. They they released video, Steve, at this uh, convention wherever it was yeah. in Chicago, but only for the people in attendance. Do you know who's in it? Uh, Carl Weathers. Yes, Carl Weathers is in it, and then um, oh, and- I that was um. Not Carl Weathers, but uh, I saw, I we're I talking about Weathers. two different things. Carl okay. Weathers is in The Mandalorian, okay. and uh, Billy D. Williams is back as Lando in uh, okay. Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, because I had seen a teaser, some text written that said, like, Lando is back, and I thought maybe they were doing a Lando-centric no. origin story of sorts, but that was already solo. But yeah. He's flying in the Millennium Falcon with Chewie. Okay. All right. So, anyhow. Uh, they debuted it, and uh, big news, the villain, Emperor Palpatine, thought to be dead, is back. Also, the late Carrie Fisher is going to appear as Leia, uh, with Abrams taping uh, previously unused footage from uh, 2015's The Force Awakens. Listen, they can get, you know, that, that, that footage at the end of Rogue One was uh, w- with her rendered a la CGI as a younger version of herself. Mm-hmm was t- totally emotional and worked. And if you just, you know, it is a great way to honor her by allowing her to be in these things through extended CGI coverage. Yep. All right, one more thing. CBS ordered a 17th season of its flagship drama, NCIS, to air 2019 to 2020. Uh, the news comes on the heels of NCIS star and executive producer Mark Harmon signing a new agreement with CBS. So that's 17th season. That's just wow. insane. Yeah, that's I a, mean, it's a gazillion shows. How many, wow. how many times have you done... I know. You know. The same scenario. The same scenario. Yeah. yeah. All right. uh, We got to get to the clips. Let's get to the clips. Being in the adaptation of the uh, 25-year-old Hellboy franchise is hard, and dealing with that costume makes it even harder. In this clip, David Harbour describes the worst part of it all, and it's not the horns. Here we go. The tail is very... Uh, difficult to get used to because I'm used to sitting in chairs between takes and you can't do that when you have a tail like your tail gets in the way of everything so I had to sit on an apple box I would always hit it on things I would always bump into it you sound insane Uh, Hellboy is in theaters now by the way Not, not getting good reviews next clip here we go uh, if you haven't heard Game of Thrones began its eighth and final season last night, here Daenerys Targaryen herself, Amelia Clark, reveals what she believes is the secret to the show's success. I think that it was just like lightning in a bottle. Everything happened right, and and it starts and ends with the absolute genius that is David and Dan, and their writing, and the caliber of their writing, and the fact that HBO and the the show didn't let any you can bleep me through 
It's all good people. It's all super talented people. Yeah. Only 158 hours until episode two of Game of Thrones comes out. <laughs> I was uh, listening to the interview with her talking about what she went through with the, uh, is it aneurysms? Yes, she, she had she aneurysms, was, yeah. She was very close yeah. to death. Yeah. And it, it was really scary. And this was in between seasons one and season two. And yeah. she had no idea she was going to come back. It's really nice to see her doing as well as she is now. Quick yep. question to you, Preston. Hey, did you read the books? I did. I okay. did. I read all but the last one, which was a dance of dance with dragons. And uh, but I read all the other ones. And the reason I stopped is because that's where the story is uh, with the series is taking a different turn. Would you say that the series is written more sharply than the books? Sharply, more um, um, engaging the dialogue and things more interesting because I've heard a few people who read the books and appreciate them, but actually have suggested that the series is a little bit better written and paced. Um, it's more consumable because, I mean, you have all that text. I mean, yeah, there's, there's so the story is bigger in the books, no question, and it heads in directions with characters that just kind of come and go. So, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, that uh, that really aren't really integral to the story that you meet and they come right. and go. Um, I like them both. I okay. love them both. So I can't say one or the other, but I... Love, I, I really dig what they've done with the show. It's just, it's fantastic. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, so there you go. That's the entertainment report for you this morning. We're going to have Sean Aston on the show a little bit later on today. We also have Go Fund Yourself Part 2, 1000 bucks. your first shot at five chances to win today. Coming up as we get around 8 o'clock. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us as we return from a few days off. Happy to be here with you, my friend. We'll return. So your cash flows low and you need some dough and I'm like, fund you. MMRs fund you too. Your shot at $1,000 cash five times a day. Hey, fund you. Hey, fund you too. Weekdays, tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We give you 15 minutes to enter it via the MMR app on your mobile device, the contest page at WMMR.com, or text it to the short code 45911. One random entry wins 1000 bucks in cash. We want to... Fund you. MMRs fund you too. Five chances to win a grand. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. All the details and contest rules at WMMR.com. Brought to you by A&T Subaru. Subarus really do cost less in Sellersville. And by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm going to do a uh, shout-out real quick. I got an uh, email this morning. It is from uh, Angela Lemort, and she said, Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed your week off. A long-time listener here since the Y100 days. Uh, my seven-year-old daughter, Danielle, also loves your show. She particularly enjoys the B-files, hmm. if they're appropriate, <laughs> uh, and the shout-outs because, what, seven-year-old doesn't love to hear farts on the radio in the morning while getting ready for school. It says, I wanted to reach out because she's having a cardiac ablation on Tuesday morning over at CHOP. She has SVT which means she randomly experiences extremely rapid heart rates, 250-plus beats per minute. Wow. wow. That's a lot. Uh, which often leads to an ER visit. It's been a long and sometimes really tough road for her. And now, though it's a good thing, she's quite nervous. Uh, to bring a smile to her face, I'm asking if you could send her the juiciest shout-out you have. I would absolutely, It would absolutely make her day. Thanks uh, for making us laugh every morning and helping us to get our day off to a happy start. Well, we would love to do that. Kindly, yep. Angela. So when you guys are ready. We're going to rock a Tom Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
Nice. So, uh, yeah, Danielle, you're going to be okay. The ablations are pretty routine procedures, and my dad, I know a lot of people have had them done before, but I know it can be a little bit scary. Of course it's scary. You're in the you're hospital be over the weekend, Steve, or well, the yeah. last week. Yeah. Tuesday I was, and thank you, Press. I want to yeah. give thanks to uh, everyone. First off, uh, Dr. Mike, who made me go get this procedure. I love him to death, and I did it because he, he told me to do it. Uh, and Dr. Ginsburg, who did it, but also the uh, who actually conducted the, the procedure. It's for achalasia. Uh, something in my throat. Uh, but I wanted to thank everybody there at uh, the University of Penn. Um, the, the hospital, they just were great. We have uh, Lisa Bader, who is pre-op, and Colleen Stromberg and Nicole Miller, who are post-op. And who else do we have? Dan Lombardi, who is uh, the uh, the nurse there, and Denise Cal- Caligros. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And that's just some of the people, you know. When you're there eating ice chips in, in bed, you know, it's just one night, but still, you know, yeah. you look up at a smiling face and people care about you. It makes a, a big difference. Absolutely. And those people, those those people on the ground, you know, obviously the surgeon and, and Dr. Ginsburg did a great job. And I can't thank him enough. But the people who are there coming in and, you know, tilting the pillow up or whatever, they they make a world of difference. And they're just top notch over at Penn and, uh, nice. and love what they did. So cool. thank you. By the way, I would have been sounding very strange today because I was supposed to get a procedure done last week too, but my insurance company said, "Nah, we're not going to pay for it, so you can't get that done." I what? was I was devastated for you. You know, I called you. you know, I was going to have we, sinus surgery. Yeah, yeah we we chatted because and and you, the plan was you would have had two days of your your nose packed on air, and we mm-hmm. would you know <laughs> go with it. Yeah. And and so what what upsets me so much is that you know I know I mentally okay I'm going to go do this and I get in that yeah. state of mind and yeah, you were yeah. prepared for it. Okay. I'm to burn off this vacation. We didn't want to eat up extra time outside of the vacation. Yeah, that's and, why we'd be off air to do it on we our vacation. On vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, which... and and I found out on Friday. I was supposed to have it done on Monday, and on Friday at close of business, they said no dice. And, I don't uh, understand that. Like, um, not, I, we, they, don't, they, we don't need yeah, to get into the details of it all. I just bolts. but but I would have sounded very strange today, and it's pretty wild because both Steve and I were getting procedures done on essentially. Uh, are money makers because it would affect your voice, yeah. and my voice because I was going to have my my sinuses kind of cleaned out a little bit, and it makes it would have made my voice a little bit more resonant. And we're kind of tinkering with, you know, your money maker, uh, but you sound like you're you're bouncing back, no problem. Yeah, no no problem at yeah. all. Actually, if anything, it was that I had to be on a a clear liquid diet basically from Saturday night of last week to um till. Tuesday when I well I, I was able to I dined like it was a feast of ice chips on Tuesday mm-hmm. and then back to the clear liquid and then only one or two days ago did I start eating regular you know food but you start it, it really it's amazing how that just robs you of I don't care what you're eating in the clear liquid realm it yep. won't have enough nutrients yep. especially with me and I'm I'm pretty active. And and that's that kind of thing you start to get like when you, when you're after after you've had a flu or you're sick and you get dehydrated and you it makes me think of Gatorade and yeah, and uh, yeah. all those electrolyte replacement drinks that you would go through. I'm like, oh my god, and your your head hurts. It's just bizarre. What was the tastiest clear liquid product you were able to ingest? Luigi's Italian Ices. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to say uh, they were really good. And Rita's Rita's was a spot hitter, but I uh, you know. It had to be. It had to be. There. They have Clear a specific. Liquid liquid. Diet. I know. I know. Screw that. And I'm right, like, is so there anything that has protein in it? Does that mean you can't have cherry water ice? It's got to be lemon. No, water you could have cherry water okay. ice, and right. you could have you could have tea and and not without milk. So right. I'm. But I mean, after a while, and I'm I'm literally just burning through the days. Mind you, there this this this. Uh, uh, a young lady you mentioned who's going in. That's a much more different thing. Yeah, than, yeah, 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 my yeah. thing, and I'm not I'm not trying to even equate no. it to that. But it, they are annoying. 
but uh, listen, I, on the other side, they were so conscientious of making sure. Really, the big thing was they. This is a surgery. You know, Penn is one of the few hospitals in the country that does this version of this this surgery, which allows you to alleviate the symptoms of achalasia. If you if you have problems swallowing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sometimes, and I I periodically would. It turns out I had achalasia. <gasps> will you not gurgle as loud? I will not when gurgle you, when you uh, I will swallow. Not, I will not gulp as I don't. Steve ne- gulps really loud. I speak, and that was the water forcing yeah, the food yeah, down yeah. my throat. I I already I now I'm noticing a difference. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Cool. So, so it's hey, it's Steve. Cool. You're the Tiger Woods of uh, <laughs> I'm back baby and swallowing this. like a whore. <laughs> yeah. I'm back baby. That's the quote for today, yeah. Marissa, yeah. on uh, social. I'm back baby <laughs> and swallowing like, like a whore. <laughs> how about that? And how about Tiger, man? I honestly, Preston, so so through you uh, vicariously, you know, I... I you I'm, guys I'm were all texting me, by the way. <laughs> it was great. It, but... I, even you, who you know, I, I think we're you know oh. very optimistic about about things, and then as far as you know, the, the possibility, it seemed like it was such a foregone conclusion that because of his back issues and his his, his pain issues, that he was just it was not going to happen. I flat out said he was done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I remember when when he went in for that first surgery, which didn't take, by the way, right? That uh, that not only was he never going to win a major. He was never going to win a tournament again, and his golf career was done because your back is such a big part of it. It was amazing to see him win, and it was an. Ex- I watched the whole thing. I watched. I mean, as much of it as From you can. From Thursday watch to it. Sunday, I watched much, Thursday yeah. to Sunday, and it was an exciting Masters because the lead kept changing, and everybody was popping up there at one time or another. So it wasn't like what's usually in the Masters: somebody hits up top. Mm-hmm. And they hang in that top three or four, and they eventually win. This was all over the place and made for an exciting uh, tournament. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and I was able to kind of poke in from time to time from Thursday to uh, to Sunday. Um, I, I got lucky because on Sunday I had no idea that they were starting it early. Yeah. I thought I was going to catch the beginning of it. And I turned it on uh, like one o'clock, and it was Tiger on the twelfth. I was like, uh, "Okay, this is what I'm going to be doing for the next I, hour and a half or so." I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I find it Bob Rossian when I watch. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really do. Yeah. And, and, Sleepy, but I mean, it, it's it's very calming. And I I saw a shot, and I don't know if it was fake or if it was real. Did did somebody skip a ball across water? Yeah, yeah. so all right. Um I think it was Jordan it, Spieth. It's a challenge that they do every year during like they did do the par three thing. They have us. a par three on uh I think it's either Tuesday or Wednesday is the par three tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently this is a challenge that they do every year. I just skip never, it across the water? And I had never seen it before, but when I saw it, I was like, Wow, this is amazing and I sent it to you, Preston. Like, did did you see this? Well and not it, only did he skip it across the water, then he put it like, you know, four feet from the hole. Which yeah, that was just <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, those guys are pretty incredible what they could do. We do have if you want to play some audio yeah. of the actual the putt, uh that uh you know, and the, the crowd reaction when he Okay. He there we go. Waited for years. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. That's that voice, Steve. Here it is. That Jim Nance. Nance. The return to glory. The Tiger chant. I thought that he was going to be emotional in the sense of crying or something like that. Yeah. But it was the other way. It was like, yeah! 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was over the top freaking out. I thought that was great. He looked like a young man again. He, he really did, and he became emotional when his son came running up to him, which yeah. was very, very cool. And, and to me, it, it's like, you know, as you go through life... It's like, you know, when Batman returned, you mm-hmm. know, when, when uh, you know, I still got it. I can still do it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and in this case, listen, Tiger's had, a, you know, some some checkered stuff in the past. He seems <laughs> past that now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to see him also get past that pernicious back stuff that you deal with, Preston. Yeah. Well, and, and his legal issues, too. His you legal know, where issues, people yeah. were kind of coming down on him and uh, not really a fan anymore. I mean, I was watching yesterday and I'm like, I wanted him to win, you know, despite everything. My dad hates him. Oh really? Hates him, yeah. After that, so the legal stuff. He, kind, he, he kinda, doesn't eat at Perkins. He, he, I know. <laughs> he hated him a little bit before that, and not because of Tiger, but because of uh, the commentators and the broadcasters focusing on him uh-huh. mainly. So he dominated the sport. Yeah. So they were following his every step, and my dad. Uh, hated the fact that they were overlooking other great golfers as well while they were mainly focusing on Tiger. And then when all the legal stuff, then it was like, oh, my, well, look at this. Why he doing all that? He don't deserve to win nothing. You know, my dad's a good old boy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it verifies his opinion on him, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a friend who hates him as well, and it's because of everything that he did in his past. Uh, however, I think that Tiger is great for golf, and, and when he yeah. does well, it just elevates the entire sport. Um, and uh, Steve, you know, you mentioned his son. Uh, the fact that his son wasn't born the last time Tiger won a major, you know, wild? it's it's and it, the kid. I mean, he's a little kid, but he's not a baby. And it's been eleven years, right, since Tiger had won a major. Yeah, so, was it? 11? This is fifteenth, fifteenth uh, major and fifth uh, green jacket. Yeah. Wow. And what I really enjoyed was that you know, as you're watching him play this final round, he's playing with these younger guys who are out driving him. Right, they can hit the ball harder and farther. But it doesn't matter because he's got that touch and and he knows the course. And and so that that last hole that he was going into, he had a two stroke lead. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what? Like, I don't need to eagle this. I don't need to. I don't need to birdie this. I don't even need to par it. I'm going to play this. Safe, and he did, and he won. Did anybody just see uh, Condoleezza Rice on the green? No, but I did see, not on the green. Did you see Michael Phelps? No. Somebody, yes. somebody just texted in that they saw Timo Solani, who was a, a hockey player. Um, but Condoleezza Rice, I think, is a member at Augusta. She is. And she was um, huh. in the front row wearing a green jacket. Huh. So I don't know if that was an did honor she win the thing. Masters? I don't think so. On hole 16, where Tiger put it, like, just a foot from the uh, hole yeah, on the par three, one, yeah. you see Tiger, you know, in slow motion going, come on, baby, come on, baby, come on, baby. And the guy Light right... Light my fire. <laughs> Light <laughs> my fire. But the guy on, you know, to his left was Michael Phelps going, come on, baby, come wow. on. You know, they were... Oh, really? Yeah. I missed that part. Wow. I was Phelps the... likes to go because he likes to swim the ponds. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, I was in um, Florida last week, and the place where I was staying, there was uh, an elderly couple from uh, Augusta, and they left town this week specifically to get out of I believe that it. area. Couple. And uh, one of the uh, people that was um, that I was talking with said that. Go ahead. You want to play it again? No, I liked it. Okay. Go ahead. We haven't heard the couples in a while. Continue. Uh, yeah, couple. There we go. It's back. It's back. It's uh, it's also um, interesting because they used to hand out uh, or, or make available tickets for people who lived in that town, but they don't anymore. Now oh, wow. they've all been well, shut out. Well, that sucks. Yeah, so people that live there, they leave on purpose. Okay. Huh. I, had, uh, I had planned on watching it at home. Uh, there was a charity event that we were committed to going to yesterday, which is cool. It's fine. We had we were, were looking forward to going to this, but with the rain issue in Georgia in in Augusta, they they moved the the tournament three hours earlier. So I had to watch when I spent four days investing time in 
at a crowded bar. Oh, I had to boy. sit there and watch them with no sound on. And, and I want to apologize to anybody who came up to me and tried to engage me in conversation <laughs> during that time. You're a little fixated. I had full-on blinders on, yeah. and I'm just, uh, I was just short of going, with my hand up, because I was just like, I've been watching this for the fast four days, and this is, there's history happening, so get away from me, and don't talk to me, and I'll talk to you later on, but... Uh, it ended up being really cool, and I went home and ended up uh, watching the rest of that. So it was awesome. It happens, you know, like uh, people want to talk to you at inopportune times, and it's like, well, listen, you're in a public place, so people figure you're, you're in a public yeah. mode, yeah. but you, they, you know, they don't know you're you're there for that reason. That's absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's a bit of history, and again, it's when you somebody that you you know. He's a legend, and to see him regain when so many people had counted him out, anytime that happens in anything. It's it, it gives you it gives you hope and inspiration for something that may occur in your life that sets you back and then you can rise to greatness or, or even moderately goodness yeah. at any point. That's it's 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 it gives you hope. I also I also like the uh the concept of the of the undisputed champion of, of somebody who's the goat just, who ju- yeah, who just yeah. keeps doing it. And this is gonna sound terrible. Yeah. But it's kind of why I like the Patriots. It's kind of why I like them. I can't uh, believe winning. you just said that. I don't. Wow. I don't. I don't hate the Patriots. I okay. really. I don't. And like you can call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care. No, we I, know like, your like, your your. your well, we know where your loyalty loyalty is. I, yes, yeah. I love the Eagles. I don't hate the Patriots, and I'm glad that I was able to witness um, with my own two eyes. Yeah. You know, the greatness of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the New England Patriots, because you know what they have done over the last two decades. Uh, is, is has never been done before, right. except for actually, well, maybe in hockey, Montreal Canadiens. Apparently, they were like untouchable back in the day as well. Yeah, it's still, it's still impressive to see it, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's it's wild. It was good to see him get that moment. Uh, we have another clip of him talking about his back injury. Yeah, yeah, overcoming that. So uh, if we could pull that up, uh, Case. Yeah, here we go. I had you know serious doubts after you know what transpired a couple of years ago. I, mean, I could barely walk. I couldn't sit. Couldn't lay down. I really couldn't do much of anything. Luckily, I had the procedure on my back, which gave me a, a chance at you know a, a normal life. But then all of a sudden, I realized I could actually swing a golf club again. I felt if I could somehow piece this together, that I still had the hands to do it. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. I mean, <laughs> back, it's pretty damn important. And uh, he managed to get past that. It's pretty cool. And then we have one more clip of him, his reaction, I think, Case is two down from there. Yep. Here's, here's you know, just the whole tournament has meant so much to me over the years, coming here and 95 for the first time and, you know, the play as an amateur winning in 97 and then come full circle 22 years later, be able to do it again. Uh, there are so many guys who had a chance to win and everyone was playing well. Yep, so. Now, when do they get the large foam finger that says number one? Oh, uh, yeah. that's at another ceremony <laughs> at a different cabin. Uh, they do that later on. But, never, uh, never pants, just jackets. No, no. God, I, you know what? I, I have a green jacket. I should have worn it. You just worn it. Yeah. yeah. But I should have done that. I didn't even think about that. But that's. That could be the. That's one of the most coveted items in all of sports. Yeah. Uh, to get something like what, that. What's what's equivalent? I mean, I really Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. The obviously the world the Lombardi Trophy. The Lombardi oh, Trophy. The uh, heavyweight belt for the WWE is pretty. I, I think so. Yeah. It's pretty. Gorgeous ladies of yeah. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Glow. The tiara. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <Hey. laughs> uh huh. But uh, no, it was it was pretty. Cronum. Cool. The uh, the the gravy boat. Have you guys ever won a championship in anything? Little uh, league. Th- no. Mediocrity, I mm-hmm. placed very high. Um, at 
Philadelphia Cricket Club, uh, how many years ago? Three, four years ago. I Did won... you win the Masters? No, I didn't win the Masters. Oh. <laughs> but I won the Pro-Am. Whoa! Okay. pretty amazing at the uh, the PGA uh, Pro Golfers um, <laughs> Open, which was, it's not for the touring pros. It's for, like, the club professionals. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, so they all played, and I was asked to play along in a group at a Pro-Am, and, and this guy named Bob Sowards, who has almost won that event. I think he has won it before. Uh, but we won the pro am, so I was, that was pretty exciting. Okay, and I got a, a cricket paddle uh, with the, all the for killing crickets for killing crickets. <laughs> no game <laughs> crickets. Oh, oh. And uh, yeah, problem with the crickets over at your place and make a chirp chirp sound all night long. <laughs> well, this little beauty will flatten them right out. What is that thing? It's a cricket paddle. Oh, memer. <laughs> this is a poop knife. <laughs> a poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> This is Cletus's cricket paddles and poop knives. Oh, my God. Over uh, the break. Okay. I swear what? to God. Kathy ju- jumps in. What? You had a poop knife? No, well, so I, I walked into the bathroom, and uh, next to the toilet was uh, a handmade uh, paper knife that Jace had cut out and colored to make it look like a knife. And I go, honey, did... Did you make it? Did you make a knife? He goes, yeah. He goes, if this toilet gets clogged, you can uh, shove it down. In there. Where did he like, get the idea? What? what the hell are you talking? Where about? did he get the idea? Mm-hmm. I have he no idea. Instinctively created a poop knife. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Yep. There's, it's like, it's, it's knowledge is just passed on through the DNA. I don't know. That's hilarious. I, I was hysterical laughing. I mean, like, because why a knife I, in particular? I have no idea and i was i'm you know when kid builds a knife you're like oh my god no, yeah, he, yeah. he built it don't worry it was just for the toilet it's just for poop <laughs> yeah it's for benevolent reasons oh my god that's hilarious for cutting your poop wow yeah well maybe he's a champion in the future too <laughs> some type we don't know what poop cutting poop. <laughs> oh my god who the hell knows all right anyhow but uh we had uh, we had some time off it was uh, it was nice to kind of reset and everything some of us uh traveled to far away in exotic locations uh, while we were gone, Nick, you went down to the Florida Keys, yes, which was cool. Yeah, it's great. I love it there. I've been many times. I stayed at a place that I never stayed before that I found, luckily, on the Internet that didn't suck. Uh, I was telling Kathy when I got in this morning, I, I'd never trust myself when it comes to that type of thing. And this place was gorgeous and fantastic and really laid back. It was about a half hour north of uh, Key West. And uh, it's just it's easy to get to the Florida Keys. So if you're ever thinking about yeah. doing it, I, I highly recommend That's it. That's actually my – yeah, that's my favorite – Part of Florida. I mean, it's there's really a lot of the Florida only redeemable no part of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of Florida is. I mean, uh, there's yeah. a reason why it shows up in the B file every day. It's it's pretty a terrible state, but um, but the keys are fantastic. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I love it there. There's some good stories out of the keys that make it into the B file. Well, you time. know what? Yeah, I'll tell you a quick what? one. Um, so we were in Key West having uh, dinner, and uh, the power went out on the entire island of Key West. And so, you know, this type of thing happens. All the power comes from the mainland. The goat died. Uh, well, Steve, <laughs> last year, and we learned all of this, uh, the power went out on the entire island because an iguana walked into a power station. <laughs> the iguana shorted out the entire island but lived. Um, this- <laughs> that's how much. That's how much power is running through it. It, it, it failed to kill an iguana. Yeah, and uh, Preston. And when I found this story, I, I almost texted it to you just for you know bizarre file purposes. But uh, the uh, power went out on the entire island of Key West, and then when we learned during the course of the time we were there was that it went out about forty or fifty miles north of a, a whole bunch of the different keys, and it was because somebody was sailing a sailboat. 
and didn't realize how tall their mast was oh, and no. sailed right into the power lines, shorted out everything from, I think it's called um, Tavernier South. So everything was done. But they have video footage of this person uh, sailing, and they just they lost control of the boat, and, and it went right into the power lines. And they lived, though? They lived as they're well. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, they're really lucky. They, wow. I don't know if they're going to be fined or what, but it was, uh, you know, it shorted out basically the entire southern half of the Keys. It's funny because Nick and Marissa on social media were posting pictures. You know, he's on the beach and sunsets and in a hammock and all this stuff. Marissa's in Italy. Pizza. Amazing. Oh, the, the, you know, the uh, Tuscany and... Yeah. Uh, Ah. I almost posted a picture of me cleaning out the garage. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the type of stuff that I did I on mean, my vacation. That's uh, satisfying. Uh huh. Yeah, right? <laughs> did you see the picture? I was too of lazy me? to get around to do it. What's With that? My head tilted back, savoring a ice chip. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, but you didn't actually clean out the garage. No. You were thinking too, about it. I was hard thinking though. about it, okay. and I didn't do it. But Marissa, how was uh, Italy? That had to have been amazing. Had you ever been there before? No, it was my first time, and it was amazing. Cool. My favorite part of the whole thing was that learning that a Italians sit to drink their coffee and then they walk around to eat. So, like, literally everybody walking around has pizza or gelato oh, at every spaghetti. point. Spaghetti. <laughs> literally, yeah, spaghetti in a cone. Low You're main. just eating all the time. But coffee is the time that you sit down and eat. And mm-hmm. it no, no one in Italy ever sits down to eat? Well, yes, and then that's the other thing you do. But you, then you do that until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. You're, you're pretty much just eating all the time. And yesterday I was walking around Rittenhouse Square um, just grabbing bagels and I had to cook some stuff for a party. And I was eating a sandwich as I was walking around. I noticed that not one person is eating as they're walking. As they're walking, so you get so used to it. You like brought it back with you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, look but, uh, at that a schmuck over there. <laughs> I have to thank uh, Mark Vetri because he's a chef in the city, um, owns a couple of restaurants, and uh, brother of Risa Furman, mm-hmm. our friend, um, the judge, Mm-hmm. And uh, he pretty much uh, ate his way through Italy a few weeks ago. So we like went to Italy with all these suggestions. And then when we couldn't pick a place. We just went to his Instagram, whatever. Wherever uh-huh. he ate, we That's just copied great. whatever he did. So I have nice. a post coming soon where pretty much we just ate everything that he ate. Nice. How was the uh, the language issue? An, an issue at all? It was amazing because everybody speaks English. Good. It's almost embarrassing that all like an entire culture of people can speak two or three or four languages and we're well, just But they like, kind of have to, though. Italian is very easy, though. Yeah. You just put the A on the end of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh, is uh, the bathroom? Uh? Yeah, and they then, love uh, it when you do that. Hey, 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 oh, hey, you speak hey, Italian. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Prego. Prego. I mean, I know... I know a few words in, like, Spanish, so I'd start to say that because it seems right. pretty close. Some of it is close. You're right. Kathy, do you know any Italian at all? No. From your dad, no? You know what? My grandmother died when I was very young um, and my dad didn't speak it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But it was amazing. If anybody ever needs recommendations, I will post a whole bunch because it, it was just it was just a gorgeous, beautiful place. Were you mainly in Rome or? Uh, we went to, started in Florence for a few days, went to Tuscany and did a little cooking class and then um, learned did how a, to make gelato and pizza. Did you do an Airbnb or did you? Yes. How was that? Uh, fine. Did you, ask for, <laughs> did you ask for any of the video that was recorded of you in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first place the you rented was really cool looking, I thought. Uh, yeah, well, that guy, that uh, he instantly found me on Instagram and my friend and friended us. Okay. Which I thought was a little creepy because, like, is he keeping tabs on where we're going? Like, I was trying not to live 
post anything because he would know when we're in the house and not in the house. Oh, you're a fine little morsel, you are. Yes, that's exactly Where it. Where are you from there, you little one? You remind me of that the chick from A Game of Thrones. He, <laughs> wait, but he wasn't, you didn't rent a room, you rented the whole house, yeah, right? we had the whole house. He okay. sent me a very nice message congratulating me on my radio career. Seems like I was doing very well in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. <laughs> Maybe I'll come visit sometime. Yes, uh, don't worry, I already know your address. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one, um, if my mom's listening, it was near like the parliament, the house of parliament, so it's very safe. There's lots of security guards because I was by okay. myself. It, it's mostly cool when posting on Instagram, Marissa, and maybe you've experienced this as well because people are just encouraging and offer places to go and, and tips and travel ideas and whatever else, but every now and then it's a little odd because people know exactly what you're doing, where you're doing it, when you're doing it. Yeah, I find, I subscribe to the idea of like, I'll take pictures and I'll post them at some point when it's like personal like this. Like I'm on vacation. I tell my wife to do that all the time. Let, let, let it sit for a little bit and when you're out at an event Post them when post you get later. home. Right. Wait, Marissa, did you say you were by yourself? Yeah, I moved my flight and stayed a few days by myself. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Look at you. How was that? Well, the you're num- like Reese Witherspoon. The number one reason was because um, I bought too much stuff and I needed to buy new luggage so that I could take it all home <laughs> and everything was closed. Um, but yeah, so I, I actually booked this flight. <laughs> Where is uh, the luggage store? <laughs> Everybody's shaking their heads at me right you now. You booked a different flight home from Europe because you wanted to grab luggage for your other stuff. No, I needed to grab luggage. Okay. I was bringing like beer and wine and olive oil home so i needed to check you know in. things you can't get here <laughs> and then you had to of course you had to kill the don who murdered your mother right no so i i booked this flight like three weeks ago <laughs> using miles so i found out um on american you can just move your flight with no charge mm. it, oh. as long as it doesn't change that much as long as like the price didn't change Melissa so and, and, yeah, and then i like booked an airbnb right there it was so easy to just do that. And then what I just walked run? around. What does that run for for, for you know, the, the amount of time so you're doing the Airbnbs? What did it run you, if I may ask? Was it, is it that much cheaper? Less, yeah, that much cheaper? Than a hotel. Well, so I, I heard that some of the hotels in Italy um, might have, like, bed bug problems. And so you had to be a little careful. There was a lot of boutique hotels. It was a weekend. It was spring break. So there were a lot of people. So th- the hotels were pretty expensive. And I found an Airbnb for, like, 100 bucks a night. That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Cheap. Yeah. No, not bad at all. Yeah. And there's, there's lots of a dry semen on the show. Oh, don't oh. worry. It's okay. That was the very first person. How's that okay? You. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not the bed bug. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh. Exactly. It kills the bed bugs. Yeah, they, they drowned in the man juices. Oh, my God. All right. Well, it's cool. Yeah, right. my second Airbnb host uh, was a very sweet woman. She was very excited because she was new to Airbnb and wanted to take me to coffee to, to thank me for being her first person. And so I went and got coffee. And then she like wanted to hang out and talk. And so oh, I went and lunch. Said, I'm on vacation. It doesn't work this way, lady. <laughs> yeah. We're like her. We're like lovers now. Yes. <laughs> no, no. I will press my fresh against you. Look at what I have in under my skirt. It's like a pizza, eh? <laughs> wow. Was she cute? It's like prosciutto. No, she was a little old lady who's... No. Aww. Casey would have loved her. I would have loved her. Loved was she less than 80? Uh, yeah, she's probably in her, like, late 60s. I kind of have a thing for old Italian ladies because when I was a kid... There was an old Italian lady who went to my pool, and every time she got out of the pool, her bathing suit would pop down, and her boobs would come out. So, okay. yeah, it's like, it goes back, back to that. those Ooh, times. Ooh, this look so good. <laughs> yeah. All right.
Well, anyhow, what's that, Marissa? Oh, lots more food photos coming on my Instagram. All right, look for the food photos. uh, I will be sure to mute you. Uh, (laughs) We should take a break, but I thought we'd get all that stuff out there. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. Don't forget that we do have your first chance at winning $1,000. Go fund yourself, too. Does continue, and as close to eight as we can get it, we'll tell you what the uh, special keyword is and number and the ways to enter and all that stuff. Back in a moment with Bizarre Files stories from the break. Stay with us. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast after this. Mom, your mom, your mother-in-law, the mother of your kids. What is more important than mom? Show her. Give her a brand new mint green color 24 karat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. Roses starting just $59 with free shipping. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com. Check them out. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. Fund you too. Fund you too. All right. Get you some money, folks. This is easy to do. Uh, The key word for the uh, MMR Fund You Too nationwide contest this hour is stream. S-T-R-E-A-M. And you have until 8.15 to enter it via WMMR's mobile app at WMMR.com or via text to the special short code at 45911. Once again, that word is stream, S-T-R-E-A-M. And we're going to call you if you're the one that's randomly selected and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. I'm going to hit it once more. The word is stream, S-T-R-E-A-M. Good luck from A&T Subaru and WMMR. So we're looking forward to getting a winner. Let's do the B-File. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Man, do I have some stories for you. Let's begin with this one. Maybe you picked up on this. A large flightless bird native to Australia and New Guinea killed its Florida owner. Yeah. When it attacked him after he fell down. Fire Rescue Department said a cassowary. We've talked about cassowaries before. We've talked about their claws. Yeah. Killed the man Friday on his property, likely using its long claws. The victim, whose name was not released, was apparently breeding the birds. The understanding is that the gentleman was in the vicinity of the bird, and at some point he fell down, and when he fell, he was attacked by the bird. Cassowaries are similar to emus. They stand about six feet tall, weigh about 130 pounds, with black body feathers and bright blue heads and necks. The San Diego Zoo's website... They look like mummers. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, They call cassowaries the world's most dangerous bird. It has... Four-inch dagger-like claws on each foot. Yeah, why don't you want to meet those? And the cassowary can slice open any predator or potential threat with a single swift kick. Powerful legs help the cassowary run up to 31 miles per hour through the dense forest underbrush. Uh, They're not raised for food in the U.S., but they are sought after by collectors. Uh, to get the mandatory permit, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission requires cassowary owners to have substantial experience to meet specific and also to meet uh, specific cage requirements. So the guy just falls and yeah. the thing kills it this in thing, the time that he fell. Yeah, attacked him and yeah, I, I don't know where it, it sliced him, but uh, but the thing killed him. So Jesus, scary ass birds. Who man. wants? So why collect them? Why? I don't know. Look at that. You know, an exotic pet. Yeah. Uh, you know, menagerie they have. I don't know. 
Troopers say three women in the nude became combative when they were confronted at a rest stop. Uh, this is in Florida as well, of course. Of course. Uh, one of the ladies is accused of trying to hit a trooper with her car. Another one allegedly tried to swing at a trooper with a metal bat. Uh, troopers were dispatched for a call about three naked women at a rest stop. Uh, the women later identified as Oasis McLeod, Janiah McLeod, and Cecilia Young told the trooper that they were just air drying after showering. And that's why they were naked. Okay. As the trooper was trying to get information, the women got into a Sentra and drove southbound into northbound rest area entrance. Uh, the trooper began to pursue but canceled the chase, and a driver called in to report a reckless vehicle, and another trooper responded. The trooper deployed star chase projectiles, which I've never heard of. So these are, they're called star chase projectiles on the vehicle, and it allowed troopers to back off and establish a, permit, a perimeter, and then they were able to track the vehicle. It's like a homing device, Steve. Star chase projectiles engage. Yeah, and uh, they eventually found the car empty at a convenience store parking lot. As troopers wow. tried to arrest one of the women, she left the store. Another woman reportedly drove directly at the trooper, and another woman got out of her car with a bat and tried Man. to hit the trooper with that. People I mean, get they were pissed just, off and they're air drying. They were just naked. I yeah. mean, and now they're now they're getting all pissed off and attacking cops. What's up? They had to use stop sticks and everything to deflate the tires and do a pit maneuver to spin the car around. <laughs> all over air drying. Yeah, they're going to jail for a while. Yeah. yeah. Florida woman, there she is, absolutely. Florida woman. Yep. Florida woman. All right, federal investigators <laughs> say a small plane crash that killed a 90-year-old pilot near an eastern Iowa airport was likely caused by the pilot's decision to allow his dog near the flight controls. Yeah, I saw this. The final National Transportation Safety Board report says investigators don't know for certain what caused a single-engine aircraft to go down in a cornfield. However, the report says the dog that weighed about 75 pounds, so a big dog, likely came into contact with the flight controls during the landing which resulted in the pilot's loss of airplane control. Was the dog the co-pilot? Not that okay. I know of. So the dog uh, the dog survived the crash. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just the way he planned it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the plane was in good working order before crashing. Pilot Jerry Naylor was killed. An autopsy showed that he died of multiple blunt force trauma. Uh, but, I, you know, I guess as it got closer to the ground, the dog must have hit it at the wrong time and... You know, oh. it's not like it, there was much room for error. Sure. So, uh, so he went down and uh, crashed and died. Well, that's why total. you can they always, obviously, when you're transporting pets, you put them in a carrier, like yeah. in your car. You may want to do but that. Yeah, you want to want them roaming around the cockpit. Uh, try this one on, okay? A Lancaster County doctor has been charged with indecent assault after police say uh, he touched a male patient's penis while treating his ankle injury. Hmm. Is this part of your ankle? I, you no, know, that's my penis. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't good at medical school. <laughs> Dr. William Volmar was... The top of your ankle here, the fleshy part with the testicles. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my ankle. Oh, my. That's my penis. Ah, you're right. Dr. William Volmar was charged after an incident that occurred at a sports medicine clinic. Uh, the victim said that he texted Volmar to arrange an after-hours appointment to treat his injured ankle. He told Volmar... Uh, to meet at about 7.30 p.m. at the clinic and went into an exam room where Volmar began checking the victim's ankle. After about five or ten minutes, the victim reported. Uh, Volmar asked the victim if he wanted to be, quote, worked on, which he understood to mean chiropractic work and soft tissue massage on his back, neck, shoulders, legs, and hips. Yes. Volmar had uh, performed this work on the victim before, and it had always been done professionally, the victim told police. So during the massage, the victim said... 
uh, that he was undressed, wearing a towel over his genital area. Mm-hmm. Toward the end of the massage, the victim said that Volmar asked him, do you trust me? Oh, boy. After the victim said he trust me. After the victim said he did, and Volmar began touching his genitals at that point, uh, after a moment of shock, the victim told police he stopped Volmar from continuing. Volmar asked the victim, do you want me to finish you? Who's the chiropractor here? And uh, the victim told Volmar to stop and end the massage. At no time did the victim consent to Volmar touching his unit. All right, it's your ankle. Uh, Police interviewed Volmar, and he allegedly told officers the incident was a huge misunderstanding, mostly on my part. Would you take the tongue depressor out of my butt, please? Uh, Volmar said that uh, while he was manipulating the victim's hips, he thought the victim was revealing interest in more than a massage. Oh, and that's really the place you want to do it. So that's why yep. he I thought, listen, you were naked, you were in bed. Yeah. I'm a patient. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he touched his penis. One last story. An adult club without a name, a, boo- a bottle of booze, and an eye patch led to a fight that landed a man in jail, <laughs> Memphis police said. Uh, Gregory Graham is charged with aggravated assault. Now, police say he got into an argument with a man over his eye patch at a club Tuesday night. That led to a fight, and police say the victim was hit over the head ten times with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> what? Well, what was the fight over I don't the eye like patch? patch? It's on the wrong eye. Yeah. Hit him in the head with a bottle of vodka ten times. I, I'm curious. What do they explain? What the what the setoff was about the eye patch? Very little information in this particular story, unfortunately. Steve, what's with that eye patch? Yep. Well, you got a problem with your eye? Uh, the victim had cuts to his head. This is an ongoing investigation, by the way. And there you go. That's what I got in the beef off for. I got other great stories that are coming up a little bit later on. Did you want me to read this, Nick? I just found it interesting. All right, here's a text from somebody that says it starts down here. By the way, yeah, and, yeah. The cassowary was not an exotic pet. The gentleman who breeds them was fully licensed, and it was part of a breeding program for conservation. Uh, I'm in the zoo field. Everyone envies zoological and aquarium fields. We just want people to know that the cassowary was not a pet. That leads to all kinds of issues with people thinking it's okay to have exotic pets. Okay. That can slice you in half with their right. talents. Exactly. All right. So the guy was part of conservation. I did not know that. All right. And there you go. That's what I have for you in the B file. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in a moment. Our buddy, Sean Aston. We'll be joining us around 9 o'clock, and we have some other things to get to. New Word of the Week prize. I'll bring you up to speed on that. Maybe when we get back, stay with us. And don't forget, a couple of minutes left for Go Fund Yourself 2. Stream is the word. S-T-R-E-A-M. We'll be right back. Kathy Romano hosts the 12th annual Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids Friday, May 3rd at True Beauty Concepts in Southampton, PA. Hey everyone, get your ponytails ready for the chopping block. We're asking you to cut your hair for a great cause, Wigs for Kids. Their mission, helping children look themselves and live their lives. You'll need at least 12 inches of hair to donate and with what's left, the skilled stylist from three amazing hair salons, Gravity, David Arnold, and Tier, will cut and style your new do. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for guidelines and to make a donation appointment. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids. Refreshments provided by Metro Beverage Philadelphia and Panera Bread. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. A message to those who are sitting in this garbage today, uh, if you want to avoid all that, just get up at 4 a.m. and go to work. Yeah. Um, on Monday, one week ago today, uh, I had I was supposed to get surgery, ended up not getting it, so I had to do some other things, and and uh, ended up scheduling a um, 
uh, a workout session with our buddy Nick Ruger over at Retro Fitness, and I went to Southampton, okay? So I live in Harleysville. Had to get from Harleysville to Southampton in the morning. Mm-hmm. We don't drive in the morning. We don't no, we drive don't. during morning rush. Over two <laughs> oh hours. Oh, my God, what? Three accidents. Over two hours to oh get there. God. So I'm glad I got a little bit of perspective of what you are sitting in right now because it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. And it was there was an accident before I got into Northeast Extension. There was an accident on the Northeast Extension. And there was an accident on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And you have nowhere to go. And it was it? just freaking. Thank God my wife was there. At least I had somebody to talk to. We did. And we listened to the show. Oh, so yeah. I got to hear, you know, some stuff that I hadn't heard in a long time, which was a lot Are of fun. Are we any good? We're pretty good. Right. <laughs> I was I was happy to hear that we're pretty good. We're pretty good, all right. I was entertained anyway. Yeah. And, and I forget half the crap we talk about 10 minutes after we're right, talking sure. about it. So it was kind of fun to travel down that memory lane. But dear God, it sucks going in the morning commute. So you, my friend listening right now, uh, my, my condolences, my sympathies, whatever other words I can come up with. I felt it for a little bit, and uh, yeah, so I know what it was like. It's a perspective. Oh, that you... man, you need to have it every now and then. Well, yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, it's great to consume the show the way m- most people do, you know, yeah. and and that and that gives you that that perspective. I mean, I spent years and years and years and years driving around in every stinking rush hour in virtually every stinking state, you know, and it's, uh, I mean, you you it is a life suck. Tell you what is fun though. People watching when you're when you're yeah. in that car when you're in that crap, uh, you see some some interesting things and some yeah. odd people. People shaving. I didn't see anybody shaving. Pickle sucking. Uh, no pickles. Cheese uh, pleasuring. I I saw a guy spit mouthwash. Uh, oh really? Out onto the road. That was kind of interesting. All right. Because I saw at first I just thought, my God, does that guy have a lot of saliva? Uh, but my wife's not. I think he was, uh... Vomiting. Yeah, I think he was puking. <laughs> I saw a lady eating salad with a fork and a knife while driving last week. Yes. Ah. Yeah, that was uh, okay. impressive. Nice. Oh, because she wasn't walking. You know, like uh, Marissa yeah. was saying, people like to walk and eat salad. Right. I was doing uh, in, Italy. in Italy. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, so my, uh, my, my thoughts are with you yes. on, this, on this morning's We commiserate. Video. Steve, I want to hear <laughs> about your new obsession. Yeah. I want to hear about and, this. I, and I want you guys to help me is what I really want. All right. Is because, uh, you know, I don't know. Are whether... you calling your own intervention here? Yeah. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I, can you come to my intervention? So, um, you know, like, mind you, I was a little bit delirious. I did have my surgery on, on Tuesday, and I'm totally fine and everything, but I had a limited liquid diet for a while. I was a little bit loopy, a little bit lightheaded. And so Saturday night, you know, after I was able to have smoothies and scrambled eggs and then some soft food, as I'm, you know, now I'm, I'm back to normal food. I'm fine. It's all good. Everything's 100%. Great. But Saturday night, I'm watching a Saturday Night Live. That's the show that comes on Saturday night, is the name. And uh, this band, this uh, BTS. Boy band. Yeah. Uh, which is this uh, South Korean boy band. All right. So they come on. And I'm like, all right, what is this crap? And um, I see all these uh, <laughs> South Korean young men in their suits and they're smiling. And uh, we're watching the video of the second performance, which is not the one that is the issue here. Put on the first performance. Don't even scar them with this one. Uh, and I'm watching the that first performance in the song, which is I later learned is Boy With Love. And they're singing it. I guess it's in Korean. Oh, so it's not even English? And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, 
oh my god I love this. <laughs> I love the song. I love their energy. Yes. I love their syncopated dancing. I love their smiling. I love their different colored hair. And they're moving and they're doing like an MC Escher thing. And I'm 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 going, no, this cannot be. Mm-hmm. Immediately after I rewound it. Just to check. Second time? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love this more. What? <laughs> you better check that again. Did you happen to go by? I have watched this video. I have it saved on my computer. 50, <laughs> 60 times. Have you bought the song yet? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I did. Seriously. I, it reminds okay. me of, like, a Pet Shop Boys kind of thing. And a, a band like Phoenix, I'm a fan of, and but I so there, it's got a little bit of an alt vibe, like to a little it? bit of an alt thing. But they're smiling, and they're just full of the joy of life. And <laughs> as I'm watching Jungkook and Jim and V and Sugar and Jin, and oh God, RM and J Hope, there's I'm seven thinking, of them, by the way. These guys, they're just high on life. And I thought to myself, you know what? Yeah, I'm a boy with love too. Oh my God! And uh, right. and so I, I, but I. I'm like, and I was, I felt like a cold <laughs> chill. I'm like, is this, is this food deprivation or what is this? And, and but, and and I was, and then Sunday morning, I w- went down again. I watched it. I'm like, no, I, I there's something me- medically wrong. I, I was half, I was half concerned going back to uh, uh, the hospital, going back to UPenn and checking myself <laughs> back in to see if there was anything. They left a sponge in my throat or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, uh, yeah, I, so I, I need Steve, your this, help. It almost sounds like, uh, you know, somebody who grew up in a real religious home and all of a sudden realizes they have feelings for someone of the same sex. And they were like, wait a minute. That's it. I came out. Um, so wait a second. I am. I've never heard of these people before in my life. Uh, <laughs> You're not I'm, into K-pop? I know I'm not no. into K-pop. I'm not. In, I, I don't know pop music very well. It's just <laughs> not on my radar. Well, I understand that BTS uh-huh. stands for Bacon Tomato Sandwich. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> it stands for <laughs> Bang Tang Boys. Okay, Wait, which is a me- sort of means a, a bu- literal, literal translation is Bulletproof Boy Scout. But I find myself going, it just Kathy. So this in this dance number here, they, they're in sync and they're they're doing their deal and they're smiling and they seem to be having a good time and the song is and and, and, and it just it's like this I don't know what they're doing but it's working you wow. know like it's like I I was enjoying it on an entertainment right. level we're gonna hear this in a moment because yeah, I, I haven't hear heard some. it yet so Steve when I and, um... I and I I will give you full permission to berate me with savagery. I mean, you know, when when you read or see about, like, Twitter metrics or YouTube, the most views on YouTube, these guys come up all the time. Well, and, this, so, and this one in particular, yeah. this SNL performance, clearly the audience was jammed full of the fans. Sure. Because, because Emma Stone was the uh, the host. But it's really, it's no different than Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. It's just the Korean version. I missed those yeah. ships because I was, like, dismissive. But turns the way, out. Steve, I did look at the metrics and the number one demographic. 59-year-old man. Yeah. That's me. Recovering from surgery yes. at home. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, was there, did you still have any propofol in your system? When I don't you know. Like, I, and I, I walked around looking for gas leaks in the house right, and things right, of that right, nature. I and am proud of you. were looking at me. I am proud of you for, for not dismissing it the second uh, you, you saw them come on your screen. Um, 
They yeah. do a thing. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what? They're just full of the joy. Casey, but you enjoy Casey, life. Is, Casey is wide open to stuff like this. He's wide open to anything. And if it entertains you, you don't deny whatever stigma there might be to liking something like that because you're on a rock radio station. You know what I mean? I, so yeah. I, so I like I what admire, I like. I admire that about you. I don't like everything that you like. But no. But I, I, listen, I like what I like. Uh, I don't apologize for it anymore, Steve. Something similar happened. I watched American Idol last week when they were doing the duets, <laughs> and there was a the one of the famous people that was duetting. Her name was Julia Michaels. I had never heard of her before, but I really liked her, and I thought she was really cute. And this isn't about me. We're right, going right, to get back to a BTS, but I was like, okay, let me take her for a spin, and I listened to her all week long, and I loved it. I'm very interested to hear what BTS sounds like because okay. I didn't. I didn't listen to this. I, All right, let's, and please let's have back, at me. Let's peel back the curtain. Let's hear. It. This is from the performance. This is on Saturday Night Live, yeah, Marissa. Yeah. Boy, is this, is this boy with love? Is this boy with is love? Is this my anthem? <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna check. All right, here we go. <laughs> They're all excited. I'm excited. I they look like they're early twenties, maybe even teens, probably. Still young, still South Korean. Seven of them. And this is not in English. I hear touching. The message is clear. I'm nuts, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I was I was open to maybe going. You know what? I like this too. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't but like I love it. I love it. I don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. I'm I not going to hold that song. against you. But I no. You're not on board. <laughs> I'll listen to some more. What if your daughter got into it? Uh, no, because yeah, sometimes yeah. when your kids do, you make an exception. Yeah, you you come no, around yeah, a little yeah. bit on, and you're like, oh, yeah, man. play more, <laughs> play play. You see, they're boys with love. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. I'll tell you what, I like Musically, watching them dance. Do you hear, though, a little bit of the band Phoenix, a little bit of Pet Shop Boys? Listen, he's rapping. He's right. Wow. He's right, kind of not cheeky. Uh, yeah, never thought about it that way. Uh, people are questioning the medical procedure you had. Yeah, Steve. It's called a poem procedure. That they may have accidentally slipped and shoved something in your brain. I mean, while I, they were in there working. I was on the your one throat. that brought it up. So trust no, me, I'm I, not. I'm not even questioning. I, I agree. Know, I know. But listen, I, I was the watched, one. I, I was. I, I was trembling. But if you watch the performance, they're. I mean, they're great performers. So. Yeah, I it's kind eye, of get it. It's eye catching, no question. We're watching Very the, the, so. the dance I think routine. that's what did it for me. I was like, uh. these are boys. 
These are boys with love. They're boys with love. <laughs> Look at these young boys with love. And they they just smile. I like that they smiled at the audience. Yeah, they, they smiled did. at me. They almost said, "Steve, you got through the surgery just fine, and you're all good now. <laughs> and you're you're a little older than a you're a lot older than a boy, but you're you're a you're a, a middle aged man with love, right? Mm-hmm. Formerly." A boy, a boy with love. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe um, that. You know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> they have soul in Korea. S e o u s. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, you should talk to a like-minded person, Steve. Let me get, let me go to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's singing it. He's singing it. Steve. Yeah. My God. I am. I am right there with you, my man. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I was watching Saturday Night Live. Uh, my wife says, get ready for an annoying musical guest. And apparently they're, like, known everywhere outside my bubble. Yeah. And, uh, so these guys appear on stage, and I'm like, oh, okay. They all got different colored hair. That's pretty cool. And then they all start doing this liquid, synchronized dance while every single one of them is making love to the audience. It is. <laughs> What? It's what they're doing. He's right. They're there and they're, they're smiling and they're and they're looking and they're there, but they're not condescending. They were boys with love in the right kind of love. They're smiling and they're looking. But they're but, looking at all of us and saying, We're boys with love. Come join us. Come join us. And in that moment, Eric, did you everybody. not join them? Because because honestly, for the the fact that they were moving uh, listen, uh, uh, listen. I've seen, I've seen synchronized, you know, in sync, and I've seen uh, the, you know, it goes all the way back to uh, New Kids on the Block and all that stuff. But this was some pretty complex crap, and still being able to smile and still be a boy with love, all that's going on, that's pretty amazing. And with boy bands, like I, 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 you know, I know boy bands, but I never really got boy bands. I look at these guys, and I'm not. You know, I'm not into these guys, but you got it. There's something to be said for Moxie, and these guys got it. There they we got go. It. They got they Moxie. Moxie. Oh, my God. God. Eric just capsulized it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hang on. Let's go. Uh, I was going to go to somebody who hated it, but now we're going to go to uh, the number one fan of oh. BTS and is camped out for concert tickets. This is Mel. Hi, Mel. You're on the air. Hey, Mel. It's uh, Mel, your favorite sorority sister in Pokemon Go player. Yes. Hey, Mel, Mel, actually, you've been a massive fan of this band, these guys for the longest time, and I was completely dismissive of it. And, <laughs> and all it took was uh, food deprivation and surgery to get me on board. Uh, well, so let me ask you as a BTS fan, was that performance, that was a pretty exemplary performance, was it not? It, I thought it was a great performance because, first of all, they were performing with a live band, which they don't normally do. They usually have backtracks in their concerts. I actually camped out for three concerts. I camped out for one for a week with a broken leg. <laughs> um, all right. Know, so, so. Right up front. And how was. And, so, so listen, that's, it's a boy band, but it's. Where was their show, Mel, that you saw them? Uh, I saw them twice in Newark and once <laughs> at City Field. I was right up City front, Field. Right up front of City Field. They're big enough yes. to, to to sell out 45,000 seats? They sold out City Field. They also sold out cuz they're coming back and I'm going to four concerts. They sold out the Rose Bowl twice. They hmm. sold out Soldier Field twice and they sold out MetLife Stadium twice. Uh, does, do their shows differ from show to show or is it the same one every time? It's slightly different. Um, they have generally the same set list, but they have a couple medleys that they change with older songs. Um, hey, Mel, is is the the composition of the of the audience? I'm sure it's it's mixed. Older with, with men, everyone. right? No, I was, I was curious if there are a lot of Koreans that are that are at the uh, at the show. It's, it's all 
and all kinds of people. Every, okay. Everyone, half of them don't even speak Korean. I'm just learning Korean because of them. Because <laughs> of them, you're learning yes. Korean. Yes. All right. Well, see, uh, now I'm not going to do that, but I will, of course, go to the concerts. No, okay. <laughs> I'm learning Korean just so I can actually have a conversation with my next door neighbor. <laughs> there you go. No, no. What, so, what have you learned in Korean so far, Mel? Uh, Uncle Moy is a moil. Uncle Mo is a moil. Is that what you said? Uncle Mo is a moil. Even your giggle at the end sounded Korean. <laughs> Korean. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, well, listen. Obviously, you're you're into all things uh, uh, Pokemon and Korean and, and and Japanese and all that. So we we so there you go. I, okay. I guess if you're, I, I expected you to support me on this, but uh, all I, right. I absolutely support you. And I do. I was the day that they there's an app called the V Live app for K-pop groups. Yeah, and they rank you as a fan. And the day that am I on it yet? The day BTS hit 10 million followers, I was number one. Okay, so let me ask you. Wow. I want to get the names. I'm going to get the names right. Is it is it Jungkook? Jungkook and Jimin. Jimin and yeah. V and Sugar. V is, is his legal name is Taeyong. All right, and, and Jin Suga legal name. RM, and then there's Murray Schwartz. <laughs> Murray, he's <laughs> the manager. <laughs> And it goes in order, and the fan chant is their names, their actual names. Oh, do the fan chant. I want to hear the fan chant. Yeah, please, do the fan chant. No, that's the drinking game from um, the movie with Jackie Chan (laughs) and Owen Wilson. Oh, uh, Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. Yes. It's like that over and over. It's exactly what that sounded like. Marissa, see if you can find that. Thank you. Uh, wow, you got it bad, Mel. Yeah. I do. I'm literally wearing a Listen, necklace that has Yungi's signature on it right now. To put this in perspective, I was walking my dog through uh, on Germantown Avenue one night, and I saw Mel running around <laughs> going after Pokemon uh-huh. with the app. I'm like, what the hell? So she's uh, <laughs> she's wow. she's in this yeah. whole hog. Okay. Uh, I, I really do get into things pretty crazily. Well, let me ask you, and I, I want you to be honest with me. Am I huh? a boy with love? You are a boy with love. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and, and that's all I needed to know, my takeaway, because uh, the, the song hit me where I live, and the performance was energetic, and I think that's fine. But I, 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 there was a certain point at which I really was questioning my sanity, because <laughs> it has all the trappings of everything I don't like about boy bands. But uh, there you go. All right. There's actually a lot of a lot of very important meanings behind their songs. All of their songs are actually written um, about mental discipline. Mental like, patients. Mental health. No mental. mental okay. Mental health. Okay. All right. All right. Well, they. they all, that. all right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the for the info. All back, right, Mel. Backing me up here. You're welcome. All right. Okay. Thanks, Mel. We'll see it. Well, she's your in to a show. If, uh, well, if they're coming to she's town, she's my date. Then obviously, get your tickets most definitely. I showed it to my wife, and she's like, "What the hell?" So Claire didn't get it either. No, or, no, no. no. Like, what, the, what are you talking about? Don't you see? They're full of life. They're boys with life and love. I can't judge you. I was at Mariah Carey at the Met two yeah. weeks ago, so yeah. like I have no. And I watched American Idol last night. <laughs> I, I can't judge you. 
How was Mariah Carey? She was great. Yeah? She was great. I think at one point when she hits that really, really, really high note that she maybe... Defecates. <laughs> <laughs> she defecates. Uh, she got taller all of a sudden. Uh, no, I think maybe that was on a track, but I was really, really impressed with how she sounded. Right. It sounded Here's like she was singing live. Here's that clip from uh, Shanghai Noon. Let me see if it sounds like the, the chant. They love BTS. That's it, man. And there it is. Bacon tomato sandwich. So you bought you bought that what song? song? Just the song. I okay. wasn't a big fan of the second song. Is the studio version better than this SNL version? Pretty, sounds pretty spot on. Really? I would even suggest that large portions of it are pre-recorded. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. I'm. Uh... <laughs> but you got to see the whole dance. I mean, the stuff they're doing is amazing. Yeah. I mean, right, Kathy? You saw it. <laughs> I, no, listen. I I'm not sure about the sound. I, I'd have to hear another song. Uh, but watching them perform, I, that would it's mesmerizing. I would like that. Is this still the rap part of it? Yeah. Oh. Wait, you know this? I, I'm getting it. He watched it six times. Sixty times. You have any songs that like? Uh, and you don't speak the language, so you got to just you got to sing gibberish. Yeah. You know, you're going along with it. Actually, it's like so, a yeah. conversation you'd hear at the cantina. Yeah. There's a song by um, Kaleo that's in all Icelandic. I don't know what they're saying, but I sing along with it. I'm just making the sounds. Yeah. That they make. No, there's, are you were going to ask foreign languages? Yeah. There's a, there's a song that the police do. It's in French called. Uh, Nick, do you know what that means? I don't. Uh, hunger for you or okay. something like that. Uh, you found or something like that? Uh, I like gum. I do like gum. <laughs> anyway, I don't know a single word in that song, but I love that song. Can you sing along with it? Uh, it has been singing sounds? It'd be a long time. It's been a long time since I've heard it. Um, no, nah, I'd, have, I'd have to hear it. And then, no, most of it. Uh, yeah, there's one part where they go, Swasse. And that's it. That's the only part I know. There's that line in uh, Games Without Frontiers uh, by Peter Gabriel where he goes, yeah. Je sans frontier, which literally means Games Without Frontiers. Okay. Um, but they, the, and then um, there's another, oh, the Beatles will sing French from time to time in Michelle some of their songs. Michelle, my bell? Michelle, yeah. yeah. How yeah. about, uh, uh, it is true, it is true, I see, But I only know that from Tommy Boy. I do too. I, I don't I, know that. I don't know that song. I don't know who does that song. I do know who does that. Was that Selena? I don't no, know. No, no, no. That's from years ago. That's, okay. um. What about, can you hear, well, no, can you hear the drums for Nando's? That's ABBA. Yeah. There's no foreign, uh, no. What's another, what other song? Well, I mean, you have, um, Frere Jacques. Lady Marmalade. <laughs> yes. Voulez-vous coucher à Yeah. Yeah. Of Mekwas this one. Uh, but I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. La Cucaracha. <laughs> you listen to, um, that's beautiful, yeah. right? That's beautiful? a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. It's my wedding it's song. It's our first dance. Buena Vista Social Club. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to them? It's nope. Korea, like uh, not Korean, Cuban. Oh, <laughs> here you go. Uh, and I prefer this version. Is the German version of Ninety Nine Red Balloons? Ninety Nine Love Balloons. Yeah. Ich I- <laughs> 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 
I don't know any of those words, but I <laughs> prefer that because I I got used to that version before. Yeah, they, the re- ninety nine red balloons before the English version yeah. uh, started to hit. So that was a uh, that's one we got a lot of text. Play the beginning. Of the, do we have that? Because she she does the whole intro in German. I don't know if it's German, but nope. You know what that's about? No. I did, and now I don't. What is it? It was they somewhere they had they had released. I guess maybe it was near the Russian border. I'm not listen. I'm I'm going to be way off on this, but but balloons were released into the sky, and essentially it set off an accidental nuclear threat. Oh, oh really? they had detected yeah. the balloons and thought that there was some type of a maybe or, or maybe not a nuclear threat, and but they an blew attack. up an entire city. Yeah, and an entire city was destroyed. <laughs> and uh, history kind of glosses right yeah. over this. Do but, you remember that the entire city was blown up by the balloon bombs? No, but it was it's uh, just funny. It was. Uh, it, it had caused some type of a uh, an invasion scare of sorts yeah. because of the radar detecting these balloons or something. It seems like very that. profound, though, right? From what I understand, yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Corey uh, has a comment on the song in another language. Hi, Corey. You're on the air. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Hey, what's um, up? There is actually a song by Justin Bieber. Bieber called uh, Despacito. Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, when we talked about okay. the most viewed... Um, the original, though. No, well, yeah, but I think he sang on one of them or whatever. But anyway, the most YouTube, uh, most viewed on YouTube of all time. And uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty, like, saucy, sexy lyrics in Spanish. But they got away with playing it on American radio because they were in Spanish. And uh, there's a few videos floating around. Uh, when uh, Despacito comes on, uh, there's this guy screaming it out as uh, he's li- listening to it in his headphones in public. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, and so Chuck and it's just he's in a public place and he's just screaming the lyrics in a different language and everyone's staring at him. Do you believe they're talking to you in that song? What? <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Thank you very much. By the way, all right, hang on a second. Here's the uh, here, here's the story on 99 uh, Revolutions. Please. Uh, while at a June 1982 concert by the Rolling Stones in West Berlin, Nina's guitarist Carlo Carges noticed that balloons were being released as he watched them move toward the horizon. He noticed them shifting and changing shapes where they looked like a strange spacecraft. Ooh. He thought about what might happen if they floated over the Berlin Wall into the Soviet sector. Okay, so it didn't really happen. So they right? blew up a city? They blew up a city <laughs> in his mind. Okay. Uh, and no, so that was uh, that was the, the, the origin or the... the Idea well, there was there was a story that happened um, in 1973, Preston, and they talk about oh. it here. With uh, uh, but they, it happened in the states. It happened outside of Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Hang, hang on a second, Casey wants me to play this. Uh, anyhow, so 
we have Steve's latest fascination, BTS, a uh, South Korean boy band. I know it's crazy, and I, I fully uh, accept the shame it's, therein. We're here for you, man. Yeah, Sorry, it thank takes you. a big man to admit something like that. So. <laughs> or a delirious food-deprived man. I <laughs> want to take a break because we have Sean Astin coming up at 9, right? Yeah, buddy. Okay, so why don't we take a break and get back with him, though. Thank you so much. And a reminder, we have a new Word of the Week prize chance for you to see Jim Brewer residency this Saturday uh, at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City, and uh, we'll get the and also we'll give you a hotel room for the night, hundred dollar food voucher, the whole thing. So, letter of the day coming up at the end of the program. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast after this. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, friends. It is a little bit after nine o'clock. And we have a guest ready to go, Kathy, which is why we're going to wait on traffic. Is Sean ready to go? Okay. All right. So we're going to we're going to chat with him first, and then we will get to the traffic. Uh, we love our next guest. Um, years and years ago, too long ago, uh, he came by and visited the studio, and we're overdue. Yeah, he said it was the greatest single experience of his life. <laughs> oh, I or I may be misremembering. I don't that. remember that part All of right. it, but I don't doubt it. No, okay. right. Okay. No, nah, nah, he's great. We've loved him in, in so many things throughout the years. Uh, obviously, the the Lord of the Rings. I actually have a Goonies t-shirt I almost wore today. But I, really? I, I opted for uh, the Greyjoys uh, for Game of Thrones, but maybe I'll wear the Goonies tomorrow. But anyhow, movies, TV shows, all kinds of great stuff. He's here to talk about No Good Nick, which premieres on Netflix today. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Astin. Hey, hey Sean. The single greatest experience. <laughs> we weren't wrong. <laughs> See? That's, that makes us feel so good. Well, I figured I had to wait until I did something worthy to ask if I could come back on again. So thank you for having me. Well, well we, you, you actually have. You know, we, we're we're big fans of Stranger Things, and we were just talking in the lead-up uh, up to uh, your, your talking about No Good, Nick, about your uh, really solid season on Stranger Things and what a great character you were and how sad, I mean, it seems to be there's no bringing you in for season three, but we might as well ask, is there any chance you'll end up in any further iterations of Stranger Things? There is no chance. <laughs> okay. We assumed, but you never know. But, but yeah. the, the character I played by newbie in Stranger Things is, is sort of uh, reincarnated in this no good next thing because, you know, he was this lovable, endearing, you know, guy who wanted to be a stepdad to the kids and, and you know, was in love with Joyce and you're sort of like, oh, no, how can that guy go? Well, now I'm reincarnated on a sitcom where I'm the dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me ask you because I was reading a, a number of people uh, talking about the, the tone and tenor of the show and they say that it has a very TGIF feel to it. Like it's, uh, you know, like that style of, uh, it's its own sort of um, genre, uh, subgenre in, in sitcoms. Would you agree with that? You know, that's a really interesting point. They, you know, it's um, it's a sitcom, and it remains a sitcom throughout, but it goes dark, and it gets really, it gets kind of moody and interesting. And, and you know, it's a, it's it's about this this fourteen year old girl who's a thief, basically. And so it's kind of fun to watch her, you know, scheme and steal stuff, and and to learn why she's doing it. She's got like actually a pretty good reason for doing it. But then, like you know, it gets it gets kind of you know, she starts developing relationships with the family she's staying with, and so it, it gets kind of murky about why, you know, what the impact is on the family and, and you know, what that means for her, the friendship she has. So it's it's funny. It's in front of a live audience, but occasionally the audience will be like, uh, what? Yeah, well, that's good because they, they, 
they describe it as she, your 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 family is sort of her her mark, and she has there's a, an underlying current of uh, she's seeking revenge for something, I guess, and uh, and so yeah, that, as you um, as you come to find out, okay, so the first ten episodes come out today. And it's Netflix. That's why I said I was re- reincarnated because from Stranger Things because it's a Netflix show. Yeah. And uh, only this is Netflix family. And so what you learn over the five episodes, she comes to us saying that her family is dead. She's been living in foster care for a year. She, we're the only living relative she has. And, you know, she needs a place to stay. And she thought we were supposed to pick her up at the train station. And why weren't we there? And, and so we, we take her in and you start to realize that maybe what she said isn't true. Actually, you realize it pretty quick. Huh. Um, and, but she, she she is targeting us, and it is a revenge <laughs> target. And, and you, That's pretty you wild. Yeah. People, but it, yeah, but that's exactly right. Um, Sean, so um, Melissa Joan Hart plays your wife in this. Had, your guy, had you guys crossed paths before? I'm trying to remember if you had ever been anything together, and nothing comes to mind. Well, it's kind of we were kind of embarrassed because we when we met at the beginning of the show we were like oh wow we can't believe our paths have crossed and then like three weeks in her sister sent her a picture of she and I at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach racing against each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there you yeah. go. It was uh, this last eight months together has been more memorable than the auto race. Well, well, she has a good pedigree. She has had a number of successful sitcoms. Have, have you ever done a, a multi-camera sitcom like this before? I, I don't think so. No, I did a whole bunch of pilots in the '90s where you you uh, you try and get a show on the air, and I just I couldn't do it. But no, she is. This is her realm, and she just you know shines in it, and and just kind of was an incredible example and help to to me and everyone really, the crew, the kids. You know, she's she's awesome. You know, it's it's kind of funny because these kind of things, and obviously this has a more I think a more interesting. Uh, brewing malevolent um, undertone to it, you know, set with with the context of a of a of a, of a sitcom. Uh, but uh, there there is a there's an energy. I assume you're in front of an audience, yes? Yeah, yeah, it's in front of a live audience. Right. Which is, you know, I mean, it's it's the big question for me was, can I tell a joke without laughing at it? You know, like in front of an audience. Uh, the answer is no. But they have four cameras, so they cut away from me every time I would not laugh. You know, every time I would, no, I, it's uh, no, it's in front of an audience, and so like. The whole, the whole week is rehearsing up to then. It's, it's. I think like the greatest job in, 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 in Hollywood in entertainment because like the schedule. It's a factory job. You go to work and yeah, you know, Monday through Friday. The days, the hours aren't long, and it culminates with you know like a big Friday night performance. So, but and, that's and the it's, that's the purest. That's the go ahead. The, the the purest level of performance is that you're getting to do basically you know a performance in front of a live audience, get the immediate response. Uh, but you know, you 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 know the context of what you're doing it in. I mean, you, you have this the set storyline that you're following through on. Yeah, I mean, so I was going to say that my mom and dad and my brother have all. You know, my mom is Patty Duke and she had the Patty Duke show on in the sixties, yeah. and my dad John Astor was Gomez in the Adams Family, and my little brother Mackenzie was on Facts of Life in the in the that's uh, right early eighties. So I, it's like it's I'm, I'm finally joining the uh, the family. I've been the, the, the odd man out of the yeah. family. That's no, you're absolutely right. It's it's serialized. So so yes, like the audience, it's a party. There's like the DJ guy who's keeping everybody dancing and rocking up until we, you know, something weird happens in the show, and then the audience is like, uh oh, we're not sure what to do, and then we kind of get them back again at the end. But it's it's um, you know, it's Netflix. It's made for binge watching. They drop all ten today, and you're supposed, you know, at the end of an episode, you're like, whoa, did she just get caught? Like, is she going to go to jail? Like, what what is the is the family going to be mad at her? And then like. 
how's she going to get away with it? And what's she going to do? And, and every week, it kind of you you, know, you learn another little piece of information about her past, about why it's a, a revenge situation. That's cool. And you know, yeah. Hey, I, I was curious, uh, Sean, you know, I'd, I'd mentioned The Goonies at the top, and I know that there's there's been rumors of the years of, of doing a sequel to that. And and while that would be fun, I would think a movie that would be great to follow up on the cast later on would be Toy Soldiers. Has anybody ever mentioned, like, you know, uh, a, another adventure later on? You know, I mean, you could you could foil a uh, an assassination <laughs> attempt or something like that, you know? We, uh, it's so funny. I don't know if your audience even knows what the heck you're talking about, but it's a boarding school taken over by terrorists and the kids from the inside kind of foil the plot. I, you know, we made that in, in 91. Wow. 92, 90, yeah, 91, I think 91. So, you know, that was 10 years before 9-11. So I actually think in this post, you know, kind of in this world that we've lived in for the last 18 years, I think it absolutely would be something that would resonate with people. So I've heard yeah. people mention it now and then, but it's not such a crazy thing you suggest. Okay. I, I wanted to also mention, you mentioned your, your, your dad and, and uh, you know, his uh, Gomez Adams oh, and, and uh, an incredible performance, an incredible character. And, and just hearing him uh, recently on um, Gilbert Gottfried's uh, Amazing Colossal Podcast, and he was just he was just fantastic with the stories about that show. And uh and what they managed to put together. Um, were you, were you as a kid, were you, uh, were you a fan of the Adams family? We would, that's so funny. You mentioned the Gilbert Godfrey podcast because our writer, Patrick, one of our writers is, uh, is very good friends with, uh, with one of the hosts. And we kind of conspired to help get, you know, my dad is 89 and he teaches four classes at Johns Hopkins and he's just like a busy guy. Yeah. So we conspired to get him to uh, finally do that show. And it was, it was really special. I mean, there was, there were tears shed on our side of things just listening to him go on and on about his uh, his career and all the people he's worked with and stuff like that. But wow. um, but uh, so what was the question? Uh, no, no, just saying, were you a were you a fan growing up and and did you have access oh, okay. to? Okay, so we we actually my dad had a sixteen millimeter camera and he would actually bring home film, actual film of episodes, and in our living room he would project episodes of Adam's Family for, for us. And so we could, uh, you know, I mean, our kids won't understand it now, but we could actually rewind the projector <laughs> and sort of see what things look like going backwards. So like if Gomez would go crashing into a coat of arms and we could rewind it, he would kind of uncrash from the coat of arms. So we, we were uh, all layers of cool with, uh, oh, that's cool. with my dad and with that character. And, and you know, he, he always said that the cool thing about... Um, about that character was that, you know, he, they basically, you know, he, he really helped create that character. It was based on the Charles Adams cartoon. And, and so there was no, there was no source material other than these images. Mm -hmm. So his idea was whatever America wants, that's what Gomez is. Yes. America wants to be rich. Gomez is rich. (laughs) America wants people to be in love and passion. He's in love and he's passionate about Morticia. You know, they, if anything that you can think of that is something you'd want and love, Gomez, and you know he's debonair and he's cocky and he's he's tough and all the things you'd you'd sort of hope for. So that's you know. But he was he was just sensational. Yeah. yeah, one of the best realizations of a character ever on a sitcom. Which is why I've modeled my character in No Good Nick after him, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> that's awesome. But we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, so it is, uh, the 10 episodes are on Netflix uh, starting today, Netflix Family. You'll be able to check it out. We hope this really takes off for you, Sean, and and we'd love to give you another 
great moment of your life by having you here in the studio whenever you're in town. So you let us know, all right? You can't keep me away. I'm going to be there outside knocking on the door like Dustin Hoffman and the graduate. <laughs> we'll let you in. We'll let you in. Thanks, Sean. Great to talk to you, man. Good luck Thanks, with everything. Guys. Sean Aston, guys. And it's uh, No Good Nick is uh, the name of the show. He's great. He was such a super nice guy when he came by. He, he was tremendous. He's been. He's been in. Yeah. He's. He's has a good heart. And even in like he's done a lot of stuff with Sandler, and uh, I think it's Fifty First Dates. He plays. He has sort of jacked up brother who's yep. who's always wearing mesh shirts and all yeah. this stuff. So it's very funny. Yeah. But talking about his his dad, John Aston and um, and uh, and Gomez on the podcast, you you actually. Learn that uh, he t- he says uh, you know he and and Carolyn Jones actually they had, had an attraction but yeah. they never followed through on it because they didn't want to ruin no. the show but but they there was that thing so they th- that that passion that they had they were very affectionate on the show you remember they were always kissing and and uh, very yeah. physical and you didn't see sitcom husband and wives doing it doing that that much back then but they yeah. did i loved uh night court growing up and uh john aston played a character named buddy on that show yeah, yeah. And, and so i was introduced to his uh, acting and it was sort of a similar character to gomez Adams, sure you know yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was john aston playing sort of a, a cartoon character so i but i always thought he was just this goofball and i asked my dad about him and he's like well yeah, you never watched the adams family growing up and so then my dad introduced me to john aston in the adams family and it's it, it, for as silly and as goofy it is, it's incredibly great acting. Oh, it's oh. great acting. It's it's brilliant writing. I mean, they they would do things like you know Pugsley and Wednesday come into the room and and uh, Gomez says, "Well, who are these ragamuffins?" Right. And and Morticia goes, "They're your children." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, of course they are." You know, th- those kind of things are 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 you know throughout the the, the series. But they the were best uh, is when he would get that psychotic smile. <laughs> I mean, big eyes, big grin, just like <laughs> yeah. oh, ravenous. He was, he was phenomenal. And I, he, he did a lot of physical comedy. You remember on that smashing into things and, and love that yeah. show. Yeah, something different. What I thought you said your holiday hand is free, <laughs> and That's I'm the like hand they use for holidays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, don't shake that, that one. That's what I use for holidays. <laughs> get your ears I, your get in my hand and shake for time off. If you know what I'm saying, holiday <laughs> hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like you know, diddling or something. Yeah, that, that hey. one hand. No, your but it's even better. Yes. I like it though. <laughs> Free hand. That's my holiday. All hand. the same. Man. <laughs> don't shake this one. Yeah, that's no. my holiday. The hand. other hand. Yeah. By the way, Steve, somebody, this is uh, backing up a couple of subjects, but yeah. somebody wanted me to point this out to you. Do you know that Funk Co. makes BTS action figures? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. It's just, the, the, the riches just don't stop. They don't. It keeps on coming. So enjoy. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to mention this before the story gets too far away from us. I normally don't shy away from watching things like this, but I have not watched the video of the gymnast who broke both of her legs. Uh, I did. No, I didn't even hear about it. Thank God. I, I knew. I thought of you immediately, Casey, because you've never watched Joe Theismann's leg break. No. Then don't watch Anything this. like that. So she does a, a maneuver. I don't know what exactly she was trying to execute, but she hit, stuck the landing and... And you can yeah. see it. Snap. Instantly. Both legs. Instantly. Don't, like, like hyperextending knees. or Yeah, don't show Don't the video, pull it up please. in the so studio. It, I don't it, need to watch it, it. it. You see her legs and it's clear. It, it's like... Boop. There's 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 like a, a there are suddenly they're clearly her legs now are in four pieces. Oh my! Yeah, so it there ended was, her career. Oh, I believe it. She's done. Um, uh, the, so it you ruined had that, her day <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. It ruined her day. 
I still have not, and I won't watch that uh, Louisville basketball player whose bones snapped out of his uh, yes. skin. Okay. I won't watch that. Joe Theismann, I won't watch. Or that chess player whose head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch that. That's yeah. a little weird. Uh, the Alex Smith leg break this uh, past uh, football season he was a quarterback for the Redskins. I watched that because I didn't know it was going to happen. Right. Uh, and then I also, what? oh, dude. Anderson Silva, the uh, MMA player. Yeah. Uh, player. Player, not player, yeah. He, yeah, he plays MMA. I play MMA all the time. Yeah, I play it all the time on, yeah. uh, on um, play PS4. He snapped his leg doing a kick. Uh, okay. He kicked somebody else's leg, and it was crazy because it was almost like you were watching a bullwhip go around the, the dude's yeah. leg. But you know what? The, the, I don't like it. In this MMA's case with got the, a few of those. The gymnast, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're, their bodies have been trained to, to catch that. Mm. I'm surprised it doesn't recoil, happen more often. You know? yeah. Her name is uh, Samantha Serio, by the way. And uh, here's the deal. She is asking people to stop sharing the video or tagging her in the video oh. of the of the thing happening. She said her statement was going through the pain and seeing my knees bent unnaturally in real life was horrible enough to be continue to see it uh, from videos, pictures, because some people feel entitled to repost it is not okay. Uh, she was doing a handspring double front. Oh, jeez. When that happened, yeah. And did um, she have a previous injury or her legs literally just snapped? I don't think she had a previous injury, <sighs> uh, Kath. If she did, she it, had a post injury. Her coach said that she dislocated both her knees and tore multiple ligaments in her legs. So it wasn't a break, I guess. Okay, she underwent a two-and-a-half-hour surgery earlier this week. Is recovering in the hospital. They looked effed up, though, because there's, there's a still photo. You don't have to play the yeah. video, but there's a still photo of her laying there with this bizarre bend in both her legs. She's supposed to make a full recovery and plans on walking down the aisle in two months at her wedding. Uh, and by the way, so she's, yeah, she's leaving the sport, uh, Kathy, like you said. Uh, she said that she was always planning to move on and did not do it because of her injury. She said, after 18 years, I'm hanging up my grips and leaving the chalk behind. I couldn't be prouder of the person that gymnastics has made me to become and come to know as. Uh, it's taught me hard work, humility, integrity, and dedication, just to name a few. It's given me challenges and roadblocks. <laughs> <laughs> that I would never have imagined that has attested uh, who I am as a person. By the way, she she's studying aerospace aerospace engineering. She graduates in May. She already has a job lined up with Boeing. She's going to be working on rockets as a structural design analysis engineer. So she's, so she's got no a, dummy. She's got a good career ahead of her. But uh, yeah, that that I I saw the still photo, Steve, of her as she landed, and yeah. I saw her legs bent that way, and I'm like, all right, well, I saw enough. Yep. How did they? How did you can explain to me? How did they break? Like hyperextended. Oh god, the knees. So so just you know, imagine you know bending back as straight as you can uh-huh. and then going back further. All right, how many yeah. degrees? Like forty five uh, degrees. Not oh. a lot. What I saw, okay. and I, that may have been enough. a forgiving photo, but it looked in bad. the video. You can see enough that that it it makes you go oof. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's Theismann as bad as Theismann's. I, I don't know. I couldn't say. Theismann's was bad. It's bad. Oh, it dangles. Yeah. Oh. Dangle is a bad medical word. It yeah. is. What's dangling on me? So she's going to be okay. Everything's yes. going to be good. But, and she's uh, going to build rockets. And she's going to build rockets. It's the I'm, same old story. Gymnast breaks legs, builds rockets. Thankful I've never broken a bone like that. I've broken my wrist before and that wasn't something that I saw. Both wrists, right? Happened both wrists at the same time. <laughs> but you were doing you were doing the Lord's work by sliding down a banister. Correct. Yes. While drunk. Yeah, while, while drunk. drunk. And oh, underage, man. I think. Uh, 
Yeah, Wait, was that, was that's that such the, a great story. Was yes. that Mean Streets weekend? Yeah, that's when my parents were in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you uh, the see the message on your machine. Yeah, with uh, Mean Street from uh, Van Halen playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> And I was at a, I was at essentially at a mansion when it happened. Uh, oh, so really, it wasn't really at your rich. house? No, it was at a really, really rich girl's house. No, the 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 reason I slid down the banister is the front of the the, the house had like a turret, you yeah. know, like a big round, yeah, one of those, and uh, it was it was. <laughs> So it was a windy, big, windy staircase. I'm like, ooh, I've never been down one of those before. I always slide down a straight banister. Let me try this. Oh, <laughs> you know, when every time I see Mr. Deeds, when uh, Adam Sandler goes down and flies off the edge and smashes through the table, I always think of you and that injury. You know, he, yeah. he does essentially that. He doesn't break his wrist, though. God, I'll never forget it. Tim Sturr walked over to me as I came up out of my blackout because I hit my head, too. And he goes, oh, God. My nickname was Peabuds in high school. He goes, Peabuds, you hit the ground like a sack of wet potatoes. <laughs> That's were the you, first thing I heard. Were your, your wrists visibly broken at the time? Could you no, tell? No, 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 no. I didn't look at them. They didn't look like... awkward. I, I was like, ow, you know, my, my hands hurt. <laughs> and uh, I shook it off, and I was talking to everybody, whatever, and then I went to go to use the bathroom, and I went to go oh, turn God. the door handle. Oh, and and so I'm like, we need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I can't. Oh man! And so, and there it was. Jesus. Uh, hang on, let me go to Greg, who's a gymnastic coach, wants to explain the injury, please. Uh, that Samantha Serio had. Hi, Greg. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, I've been a gymnastics coach for 30 years, and I learned that when an athlete does a skill like that, they could be up to 10 feet in the air. When they're coming down, their body weight increases five times their body weight. Oh, wow. So if you're coming down five times your body weight, yeah. it's pretty easy to snap those knees. Yeah. So she's 100 pounds going up. Coming down, she's 500 pounds? That is correct. And if you do a dismount off the bars, you're up at 15 feet. You can be up to 11 times your body weight coming off the bars. Damn. And that's why... Am I doing the math right on that? Only the petite usually... Well, not usually, but a lot of the the petite uh, girls will be the ones who excel in that sport and take it to an elite level, right? You'll see the occasional deuce fish. Exactly. Hey. I mean, if you think about, if you're holding a 10-pound weight trying to run around, you ever tried to do that? Yes, I did it this morning. No, I know what you're talking about. All right. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Listen, speaking of, though, uh, of, of a bigger size and being very agile, over the weekend, my daughter's competition cheer team uh, had their finals in Wildwood. So I went to that. Yes. And that's where you see there was, you know, tons of teams that were performing. And there are some crazy agile girls out there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are these teeny tiny little no. things. There were, there were larger girls doing all kinds of multiple handsprings and flips and stuff in the air. And it was... Double knee break. Double, double knee breaks. Break. No, it was very impressive. Now, the little bitty ones, they're the ones that they throw up in the yeah, air. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, but the, the other girls can do those routines, and then they usually act as what's called a base. The base, holding, right. Yep. Holding the girls up. But it was pretty wild. I went to that, and uh, oh, my God, the whole cheer mom thing is a trip. It's crazy. Is it? It's a trip. It's real. You saw it in it's full effect? It's real. I, I took some video, actually, of ladies <laughs> while their girls are on performing and how absolutely berserk they're going during that. And listen, I cheer on my daughter, and sure. I get it. I totally understand it. But the looks on their faces, these big, gigantic eyes, and <gasps> <laughs> they're, they're trying to encourage their yeah. own, their daughters to, to smile the and do yes. the same thing. Oh so God. they're on their knees in front of them, going, <laughs> smile, Deborah, <Yeah>. smile. <laughs> and 
are I turn they to the my coaches wife or? and I'm like, what are those women doing are down there? Doing? Are they just the moms or are they coaches? I think some of them are coaches, others are moms. Okay. And, uh, but it was uh, it was interesting. Oh, we need video of you being a cheer dad. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, yes. we should. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, sweeties, show more teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so here was, the, and I'll, I'll expand on that little, my weekend, my Saturday. Right. So the cheer competition was in Wildwood. Like I said, my wife took my daughter down, spent the night with the team. They got up in the morning. They go to the convention center and they have a uh, cheer competition. competition. I, rather than go down and, and spend a girl's night with the ladies, uh, I stayed at home. I got up in the morning, drove to Wildwood. All right. Two hours, 10 minutes from where I live. Something like that. Um, and That's you made good time. <laughs> that's that's what Waze had it yeah, at. So you know, you're going 100 bad. miles an hour. And uh, <laughs> case it was, uh, you know, I mean, not many people are, are going down there this time of year, so I yeah. didn't have to worry about shore traffic. So anyhow, uh, get down there, go to the competition, watch competition afterwards, do the pictures, get in the car, drive back home. Two hours and ten minutes back home. <laughs> Although part of the route was closed, and I had to take a 20 minute detour. Anyhow, uh, so <laughs> so get home. Uh, my wife, who had taken a different car, uh, came back a few minutes after me, maybe 20, 30 minutes after I got home, arrived home. And our son, Carter, who's in color guard, had a competition that night as well. And she, Rochelle gets it. I don't even know where the competition is. I'm like, I'm thinking Perky Omen Valley or something yeah. right around the corner. Right. From sure. In fact, yeah. in, so Rochelle gets home. She's like, okay. Uh, they go on at seven o'clock. So, you know, we have, we have time to get there. And I'm like, well, where's there? She goes, East Stroudsburg. Oh, boy. Oh. The Poconos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Steve, almost all the way to, to Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, no, no. Him. Like, way past, past yeah, yeah. Wow. A little bit different direction, but. Yeah. Uh, off I-80. Yeah. yeah. Recently voted uh, worst traffic in the state, I believe. Bing. <laughs> anyway, so so we go, I go from sitting down from 20 minutes to getting back in the car, driving up there. We have five minutes to find this place when we get there for their performance. We right. ran. We Jesus. made it with like three minutes to spare, which, by the way, somebody's head would have rolled if we hadn't made it there in time. And then then we watch it. Uh, they, two more acts go. Award ceremony. Pack up. Head back home. I had driven from Harleysville to the shore, back to Harleysville, to the Poconos, back to Harleysville <laughs> in one day. My God, was that a long That's a vacation. Yeah. And dead. both competitions in the opposite direction. The farthest away we had ever had in the opposite direction. Now, did they both win? Uh, they uh, first and second place. Oh, hey. Cheer took first. Nice. There you uh, go. Uh, color guard took second. Uh, first out of one team, second out of two teams. <laughs> Stop it. But so what? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I, I, I know that there are people that have kids that are in like travel clubs and stuff yes. like that that yeah. have to deal with this all the time. You need to change that. We Dear usually Lord. split it up, Press. I mean, honestly, if that was us, we probably one would have just done the cheer and the other one would have just done the color guard. So you and your wife are better parents than me and my wife. Casey, that's a great <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, why not? I may have even had that idea. Oh, really? Why was that idea refuted? I didn't even float that idea. <gasps> oh, oh. You didn't? No. Oh. Mm. Nasty air. <laughs> but life. anyhow, and it uh, yeah. <laughs> happy life. But anyhow, it ended up being uh, it ended up being cool. We had a, we had a good time. It was just a long, 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 long day. Would you mind yeah. if I give uh, some thanks to the people that came out on my Saturday morning? Yeah, because you had the big climb. Yeah, I did big climb Philly, which was fantastic. We raised a lot of money, and uh, there were a ton of people from Beasley Media, which is our parent company, who were there. And so, to all of the employees, uh, you know, coworkers who were able to join the team, I, I thank you. Um, to all the listeners that came, I, I can't thank you enough. A lot of people saw me posting about it on social media over the last few weeks. And uh, this guy named Bob Havens, Bob is a uh, gimme one on Twitter. 
Twitter. You, you yeah, yeah, us a lot. he's great. Bob is an awesome guy. He built a, a sled for a cardboard classic. He came, he organized his own team to be a part of our team. And so he brought like 12 or 14 people, which was awesome. And he made these um, dog tags in honor of my nephew, Luke, oh, who was doing really well. And, that's a great idea. But it was it was so cool. And he made them for everybody on our team. He made them for my parents. He made them for my nephew and my brothers. And He's and a good dude. He's awesome. Yeah. So, so thank you so much to Bob. And um, Justin Gorini crushed it in the climb. Really? He, he was so good. He flew up the stairs. It's 47 flights of stairs. It's about 1,000 stairs, and Justin did it in just over 10 minutes. Well, I was look so, at how handsome he is. He's so <laughs> handsome and such a good singer. But he, he uh, to have wow. him there was really cool, and to see how well he did was fantastic. I uh, met my goal, which I was really proud of. I wanted to do it in under 18 minutes, and I actually did it in under 17 minutes. Uh, so I was happy with how that went. But it's a great event. Uh, I hope to do it year after year. It's at the FMC Tower in, um, in University City right near 30 Street Station. And we raise a lot of money for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. My nephew Luke has leukemia. And uh, all of this money goes right to research. So there are people there who are climbing on behalf of people that they've lost over the years. Um, and, and people who are battling leukemia and other blood cancers now. So thanks to everybody who was a part of Team Luke. Nick, do you are you walking the stairs or are you kind of jogging a little That's bit? That's a great question, Kathy, uh, because uh, you start off jogging and then you realize uh, what a moronic move that is, or at least I do. Okay. Uh, but some people run up as fast as they can. We had a lady on last year named Sally, and she does these professional stair climbs, climbs around the world. She, she just did Empire State Building recently and another one in New York as well. She's on the Eiffel Tower. So she fly, she runs up as fast as she can. Nick, is that up and down? Or no, just up. Up to get the time. Okay. And, and then you can take the elevator down. All right. And there's a VIP room and everything like that. With Do mimosas. people opt to come to come down manually? Uh, you know, that I don't know. No, yeah. you're you're not supposed to. Yeah. I, I think they try and keep the stairwell clear okay. right. for because, everybody going up. Yeah, you're right, Casey. Yes. I, I would just reverse right around and just run against the people. <laughs> come on, excuse me, Pardon me, pardon me. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Pardon me. Come on! <laughs> uh... Do you do you start off taking two, three steps yep. at a time? Okay. And I do that for about four flights of stairs, and then I realize I'm not going to be able to keep up that pace, and, and then I do one or two at a time whenever I can. Um, but uh, you 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 do a, as many mental tricks as you can to keep going up, and you know, including not looking at the floors as you're going, you know, yeah. looking at, the, at what flight you're on. Um, but it, it went really well, and it ended up being kind of a clear day on Saturday, so you, you get out and you can look around the city and get uh, you know cool views as well. I told you this before. I don't think I could do it because I think I'd get dizzy. I got a little you get, dizzy. You get vertigo? It, well, no, not vertigo, but but just from going around because you oh. go up, left, yep. up, left, yep. up, left, up, left. And I well, go right. Even, well, yeah, could do that. <laughs> but even, even the steps here uh, in the building, and you know, we're only on the fourth floor. When I've come up the whole, I'm kind of dizzy by the time I get to the top. Huh. I think I'd puke if I tried to do something like that. That happens. But I think you could do it. I mean, maybe yeah. your knees or your back might give you a little bit of trouble, but you've gotten in, <laughs> you've gotten in such great shape over the last few weeks and or a few months. You do it in a blindfold. Maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or just look down the whole time. Mm. But it, it's a cool event. And, I don't uh, think you would get dizzy, Press. I, I think um, it's... It's it's not constant turning. I mean, you you okay. have to go up like fifteen steps before you turn. So mm, okay, well that's cool, man. Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm happy that it went well. Me too. No injuries. Uh, not that I know of. No, okay. and uh, and we all have charity events coming up too, which I, I you know I'm proud of the show for yeah. doing that kind of thing. You have one coming up. Kathy's yeah, got cuts. Me, Casey's me, doing the bike ride again. Let me mention one if you guys don't mind because I you know I've told you I've got the Mother's Wish 5K coming up. I've got the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. Steve, yes. you and Nick are helping out with that. Absolutely. Uh, but I haven't mentioned this one. It's the Take Steps Crohn's and Colitis Walk. My daughter has Crohn's disease. Uh, this is a big event. Thousands and thousands of people come out. Sunday, June 2nd at Citizens Bank Park, and they have asked me to host it once again. I love doing it. It's so cool because you get to get out onto the warning track, walk around the field and everything. We do the walk 
in the concourse itself, so weather doesn't matter because you're covered uh, throughout the concourse. They've got bands and all kinds of activities that the kids can, you know, like jump houses and things like that. There's like three or four different bands along the way, so it's really neat. Um, so you can click events at WMMR.com for more information and sign up on my team, Team Preston, WMMR, or make a donation and uh, proceeds benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation over 80 cents for every dollar raised goes towards research, education, patient support services for those suffering with inflammatory bowel disease, which is very, very painful, by the way. Uh, so June 2nd, market, go to WMMR.com and tons of events that we're involved in are coming up and we want you to be a part of it if you can. So all good. All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment or two. I got more bizarre file yeah. stories. Some great stuff happened while we were gone. And uh, reveal that uh, when we return, as well as uh, Word of the Week prize and more. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Thank you so much for coming. 93.3 WMMR extends an invitation to join us for another free, private, and fan-friendly experience. This Friday, noon, at Ardmore Music Hall. Pierre presents... Cage the Elephant. See Cage the Elephant with an up-close Q&A plus exclusive acoustic performance. Win your way in on the air with Pierre or at upcoming ticket raids. Details and schedule at WMMR.com. All fans are welcome to meet the band at their 4 p.m. in-store performance at FYE at the Philadelphia Mills Mall. Pierre presents Cage the Elephant from Indre Recording, Ardmore Music Hall, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, with a natural, a wide variety of natural and organic foods to choose from, uh, Acme Markets makes cooking healthy and delicious meals easy. You can find great food that you can actually feel good about. Like their premium quality Lancaster brand meats, uh, cut to order by their in-house butchers. You can shop their large selection of USDA certified organics and open nature products featured exclusively in Acme. You know that yearly family picnic, the one where everybody shows up to hang outside, enjoy good food, great friends, and plenty of cold beer. And while it might be fun to watch Uncle Joe do a keg stand, MMR's Family Picnic has a kick-ass rock bands providing the entertainment. Shine down. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. The Struts. And Evanescence. Plus evening performances from Fozzy, Bad Wolves, The Glorious Sun, and Siravo. Bud Light presents MMRQ 2019. Saturday, May 18th. BB&T Pavilion. WMMR.com for details on $25 lawn tickets. Hit up the rock shop for this year's MMRBQ t-shirt presale. Order now in time for the show. Presented by Bud Light. Brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice. And sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godshaw's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. MMR. All right, let's do the BB5. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this one is brought to you by McGuff Bus Company, now hiring for gas and diesel mechanics, drivers, and bus aides. Switch to a company who values their employees and pays industry top dollar. For more information, go to McGuffBus.com. Let's start with this. A wild turkey 
went on a path of destruction as it smashed through windows at an office building in uh, a place called Maynard. Maynard. Yes. Police say officers responded to the Stratus offices Wednesday morning for a report of a wild turkey that had smashed through a fifth floor window. Wait a second. I know that bird. It's a wild turkey. <laughs> That's pretty damn high up for a, a wild turkey to get into. Uh, absolutely, yeah. That probably took the elevator. Uh, by the time officers had arrived, police said that uh, the turkey had exited the building by smashing through a second window on the other side of the building. It, That's him, the one getting into the cab. It did not survive. <laughs> uh, Nan Sweeney described the whole scene as chaotic. She said it was just chaos in here. It was it crazy. Was the craziest turkey came in and just went crazy. Uh, there was glass everywhere. They call me Nan. Everywhere. The window was broken and people were just in shock. Uh, I, it's usually not a, a kind of a turkey activity, right? No. Sweeney saw the aftermath, but Lori Hadley was just a few desks away when she saw something out of the corner of her eye. She said, seconds later, I heard this bang, just bang, which is four windows down. Glass shattering on everything. I screamed and said, what is going on? Tarnation. <laughs> it was just before 8 a.m. when Hadley realized the turkey had come through the fifth floor winning. She said, then it, window. She said, then it was flying and kind of flew over us, went over our offices, knocked some things down in our office. Man, it's a goddamn turkey. Hadley estimated the bird weighed around 25 pounds and said it ran down the hall past the copy machine, knocking over a plant as it tried to get out. Not my fur. Yes. So there were feathers everywhere. There was glass everywhere. It was just a mess. Then it forced itself on me sexually. Uh, police and maintenance workers tried to capture the frightened turkey to safely remove the bird, but it was too late. The bird flew up again and over uh, all the cubicles and went out and uh, died on, and when it went through the second window. So how chaotic how, day. How high can they fly? Uh, uh, you know, They can fly fairly high, but not for a long amount of time. Right. So I, I have read about what turkeys can do. They just can't stay loft for a very long time but they can get up you know i don't know maybe i don't know if they can get up like 100 feet or something like that i just i ordered a leather-bound book called what turkeys can do it's supposed to come next week when that gets here yeah please bring me up it wasn't prime flying (laughs) no unfortunately a florida man was arrested on sunday after causing a disturbance at an olive garden in naples uh, during which cops found the suspect sitting outside the restaurant shirtless shoveling spaghetti into his mouth using his hands Florida man, Florida man. It's Olive Garden, man. Prior to the arrest, the man had allegedly been harassing patrons both inside and out in front of the restaurant, asking people for money and shouting profanities. Police had also received a report that the man, identified as 32-year-old Ben Paget, entered the restaurant and threatened to, quote, kick the ass of an employee while also talking about the employee's genitals. You got a small ear, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> That's the reason. Yeah. Uh, and Olive Garden. No, excuse me. I'm going to go shovel spaghetti <laughs> in my mouth. An Olive Garden employee then stated that after Paget went outside and sat down on the bench and began eating food with his hands. It's like taking a vacation to Italy. He locked the front door of the business to prevent Paget from coming back inside. Before placing him in handcuffs, police did assist the 32-year-old with wiping food off his face. Uh, the report added that the man was intoxicated and muttering obscenities the whole time. I mean, he's not a total slob. He did take his shirt off, so he didn't get it. Yeah, That's true. Sure. Got some sauce on it. The man was. <laughs> I had an interview after this for brain surgery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the man was placed under arrest and later charged with disorderly intoxication. Mm. 
Investigators are trying to figure out how a 45-year-old man in a mobility scooter fell three floors down an elevator shaft in downtown Toronto on Thursday. He lived, by the way. Oh, my God. Emergency officials were called to an apartment building after 10.30 a.m. and they found a man lying at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Scraps of the shattered scooter were strewn all over his body. Well, that didn't go well. The man (laughs) fell from... Fell from the third floor to the basement, a drop of about I 15... I thought I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could clear that opening, but I couldn't. <laughs> you fell about 50 feet down there. Are you okay I, down there? Uh, no, I am not. <laughs> I'm going to need some sort of mobility. Well, I got one. I, I ruined it. I need another one. <laughs> Uh, Residents Kristen Miller and her daughter Hallie on the were on the fifth floor of the building when they heard shouting. Uh, she said, "All I went into the hallway and I could hear yelling and screaming." I think I could do this. Uh, the two listen to what they did though. They blocked both elevators so that the uh, the elevator cars wouldn't crush the guy at the bottom yeah, of the shaft. I appreciate shaft. that. I'd <laughs> really make a bad day worse. She said it was crushed by an elevator on top of falling five flights on my mobility. Uh, She said it was really hard because my daughter and I are holding the elevator doors open. uh, So the alarms are going off. He's screaming. His girlfriend is screaming. Uh, The man suffered a compound fracture of one of his legs and was rushed to the hospital. He was conscious the entire time. I'll never walk again, but I couldn't walk to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the Toronto Community Housing Corporation blamed the incident on vandalism that happened on the same day. So mm-hmm. they, they haven't uh, exactly explained what that means, but that's pretty messed up. Oh, man. All right, one more story, and we yeah, got to wrap it up. One. I have other great stories. Short one. I may not have a short one. Uh, okay, here you go. Tell half of one. A Clarksville, Tennessee man is charged with stalking after authorities say he stalked a former classmate and made threats against her and her family. The victim filed a report stating that Samuel Ham had showed up at her job. She said she knew Ham from high school. She's 46, by the way. Sam is that Ham. Holiday Ham? So <laughs> the next day, she said Ham showed up at her sister's house and yelled that the woman, quote, has his powers and had cursed him for the past two years. And at one thirty in the morning... She said Ham climbed on a fence and stood in her backyard with a stick. Her husband had followed Ham. I got a stick out here! She didn't know how he found her address, but said that she was in fear of her life because Ham stated that he would, quote, eat her and her family. Mm. So I can, He's got to be hungry. Those are, that's a lot of eating. can understand why she might be a little concerned. And there you go. That's what I have. She took his powers, Preston. All right, we got to take a break. We're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast after this. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yeah, the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, high temp's going to be around 63, 97 if you're in our studio. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's freaking... Mm-hmm. Ridiculous! It's actually humid in here. It's like a sauna. I when you walk from the hallway into our suite, you, you get like smacked in the face with heat. And listen, mm-hmm. I'm always complaining that it's it's cold. Yep. But this is damn hot. So hot. so at our normal situation would be around nine thirty, a, a bizarre cold breeze would kick in, yeah. like yep. like you know yep. uh, mm-hmm. the, the the cold miser and uh, the, the, what who's the cold miser's uh, cousin? There's heat miser, heat miser and cold miser, right? Yeah. Or whatever yeah. the, the story was. Now that actually feels good. Now we look forward to nine thirty. Because uh, that's when it'll get colder. 
You think some other morning show is like hacked into our uh, and they're trying to our AC? Yeah, they're, they're, they're our HVAC unit and is com- uh, purposely making us feel uncomfortable. The problem is it only makes us tougher. That's right, mm-hmm. man. It's probably missing Ellie. Can't tell you. <laughs> He's not a morning show. <laughs> That's right. He's afternoon, so I don't worry about it. All right. Well, anyway, it's hot as balls inside our studio. Uh, I get and... so grumpy with this type of. I, I really type of weather. Casey, the right. reason in, in the last climate, I should Casey say, missed Kathy. a live commercial because it was so hot. And he just wanted to be out of the studio. Were you just standing in the hallway? No, I was, yeah, I, well, I got to tell you though. Uh-huh. Yeah, you look like a sexy lion right now. Thank man, oh much. man, whatever you're doing lion. with the hair, I'm having fun. I don't know how to necessarily style this. So it's it's like a wild mane. Yeah. I had it all slicked back uh, earlier uh, last week. And and then when I went to the Trey concert, uh, I put a whole bunch of uh, like pomade or whatever in my hair. And then I blue dry it. And Mm -hmm. then I had like all crazy because it was like a fish concert. So who cares what your hair looks like? So I went a little crazy hair and stuff. Did it it hold? It held all right. Yes, it did. And then I think the following morning it made for like amazing bedhead. Look at okay. you. Oh, yeah. The picture of you. <laughs> yeah, Casey's letting his hair grow. Yeah, but and, um, uh, yeah, the long hair with this uh, humid uh, humidity is... It's not comfortable. No. Humidity. Mm. All right, well, anyhow, the actual temperature is going to drop today, and it's going to be in the low 50s by the time we bottom out. We've already hit the high. It's been dropping as we continue through the day. But sunny tomorrow, 65. Shouldn't be too bad. All right, I'm going to do uh, today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick. We're going to be at a suite or in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race, Dover International Speedway, and that will be May 5th. So the question uh, the sweat, the question that I have for you this morning, the question that I have <laughs> Uh, is what pet became very popular after the release of Jurassic Park 215263 WMMR? What pet uh, became very popular after the release of Jurassic Park? Let's see if you know the answer. Call 215263 WMMR and we're going to do the trash while you're doing that very thing. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning it's brought to you by. Mulch Works of Aston, PA, offering mulch, topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, grass seed, straw, and more. Mulch Works delivers to residential and commercial markets. And you can visit them online, mulchthis.com, or stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Lindsay Lowen's mother, Dina Lowen, getting dumped by an online boyfriend she never actually met in person. Jesse Nadler says, despite the split, what he and Dina had was real, especially if you consider the definition of real to be the exact opposite of what it is. Oh, my God. 44-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio seen enjoying this year's Coachella with his 20-year-old girlfriend, Argentinian model Camilla Maroney. The two were spotted lounging poolside at a friend's house with uh, him rubbing suntan lotion on her back and her rubbing blue emu on his uh, elbow. (laughs) Hey! It doesn't stink. It doesn't stink. And finally, Nipsey Hussle was a victim of his enormous success and caring too much for the neighborhood he grew up in, or so says Suge Knight. Knight, who is serving 28 years for manslaughter, says sometimes you just have to be selfish and do something for yourself, like drive a truck over some guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, what pet became very popular after the release of Jurassic Park? And for the answer, we go to Clinton. Hey, Clinton, you're on the air. I love you. I love you. <laughs> All right, Clinton, what pet became very popular after the release of Jurassic Park? Tyrannosaurus Rex. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. The T-Rex. 
Hang on, buddy. We get your information, give you tickets to join Casey and Nick in a suite at the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series and race. Uh, it's at Dover International Speedway, May 5th. You can celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend. Uh, May 3rd through the 5th. And for information and tickets, visit DoverSpeedway.com. Let's get to the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it's brought to you by... There's even one more. Deets and Watson, Real Philly Deli. If you want a Real Philly hoagie, you have to go to a Real Philly Deli. Deets and Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, your map to the most delicious hoagies in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play. You can, uh, And that's just for eating Real Philly hoagies. So we'll start with this. An online petition has launched to rename the recently photographed Black Hole... After the late Chris Cornell, Mm. Uh, the very first image of the cosmic phenomenon was revealed last week, and some music fans want it named in tribute of Cornell's uh, and Soundgarden's 1994 track, uh, Black Hole Sun. Did you guys see that, by the way? I did see it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I saw the video explaining how... They got it, and, and that's why. amazing. Is, yeah, is, it it, is. is it itself an impressive picture? No, but the the achieving of yes. yeah. photographic evidence of it is is amazing. And exactly. I'm all for naming it after a guy who wrote a song named Black Hole Sun instead of the person who was able to actually discover. No, it that, that that poor that dumb woman who <laughs> slaved with algorithms. Yeah. who just come on. Uh, they're not. Don't worry about it. They're not going to name. Oh. The, the, the petition was started by. Uh, uh, all she did was work. A, just spend hours with algorithms trying to get the proper thing to it. It was started by Juliana Jarin, who says he was one of the most beloved figures, not just in rock, but all of music, uh, by people from all over the world. His music, his voice, and his personality inspired, influenced, changed, and even saved the lives of thousands of people. Uh, it's probably pointless because the black hole's already been named. Uh, it's it's going to be called uh, Pauwehi. Pa'wehi. A Hawaiian yeah. name referring... Hole in the sky, Pa'wehi. I guess it would be Pa'wehi. Pa'wehi. Uh, uh, it's a um, Hawaiian name referring to the embellished dark source of unending creation. Or a pineapple. Or a pineapple. <laughs> Same thing. Don't look at Pa'wehi. Bad things come to those who look at Pa'wehi. <laughs> so that's what they're naming it after. Uh, let's see. Why, why, any particular reason? What? Of why they went with the Hawaiian name for that? Or, or, or don't they name, wouldn't they name this after the, I would name it after the woman who came up with the, uh. They either do that or, or a whole bunch of stupid digits. Yeah. How about uh, BTS? I assume she gets the name, or whoever discovered it gets to name it from what I understand. But uh, maybe she's Hawaiian, I don't know, but it, it, it's, it's the dark source of undying, of unending creation. So they wanted to give it something right. sexy, I guess. All right. Over the weekend, Weezer played California's Coachella Valley Music Fest for the first time. Actually, not for the first time. It was the second time. For the first time this time. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, first time a long time. <laughs> first time and <laughs> they made it memorable. At one point, they actually brought out Kurt Smith and Roland Orzabal of Tears for Fears. I'm a massive to perform Tears for Fears fan. Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And TLC's Chili... Join them for a version of No Scrubs. How cool is that? It is great. Now, both of those songs appear on the Teal album, which is uh, full of cover songs. So that's why they brought them out. 
And uh, that album releases, uh, release followed the success of their version of Toto's Africa. Uh, we have a clip of them playing at yes. Coachella. Uh, this is them with uh, Chili and No Scrubs. Here we go. No, no. I was never a big fan of No Scrubs, but no, I'm a Waterfalls. Of a waterfalls kind yeah, of that, was, that was my thing. That's my jam. Yeah. Hey, um, so yeah. Coachella's going to be going on this weekend as well. Do you think, and I believe it's the same acts both weekends, do you think they'll bring out the same people or... Uh, probably different. Weezer, do you think they'll switch it up a yeah, little bit? Yeah, I think they'd probably bring up... Uh, now, they had... It got off to a rocky start. There were there were a couple... There was an explosion and a, a couple of fires, right? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I believe that they, they... When they rocky were setting up... Uh, yeah, Rocky was here. Oh, wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it had um, it had some issues. No, I didn't... Uh, I didn't hear all So they that. got blowed up. Yeah, stuff got blowed up. Yeah, they got blowed up real good. Okay. Uh, so, this was Weezer. Get it says... Blowed up. Right, it says Weezer's first time playing the festival in over 14 years. So, yeah, they did play it eventually. So, they played it within the last 10 years. Yeah. No. Fourteen. No? No. That would be no. Uh, but unless you count this year. Yeah, come on. Play, you know, potato, um, potato. They played the stuff you wanted. Uh, Buddy Holly, Hash, Pipe, El Scorcho, St. Ain't So, Island in the Sun, as well as Barbershop Quartet version of Beverly Hills. By the way, speaking of Cheers for Fears, and I know we just were on a very passing manner, uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love, Love that it. album is... A great album if you've never visited. I've that. only it, done the song. I don't know the, the album. The whole album is okay. just they're great music, great musicians. I know Preston, you'd you'd probably appreciate a, a ton of what they do, but uh, they're they're a uh, they're not appreciated as much as they should be. Tears for Fears. Agreed. Uh, Three Eleven has released the first two tracks from the upcoming album Voyager. Both Good Feeling and Don't You Worry are available at instant down as instant downloads uh, when you pre-order their album. Uh, Nick Hexum had this to say about naming the album. He said, our albums have become almost like a captain's log documenting documenting our band's ongoing voyage through musical styles with also capturing our feelings and life experiences. With each album, 311 continues to voyage, explore, and push our musicality into new dimensions. Uh, he went on to describe the band's 13th album release, 13th album release as very eclectic. Uh, Voyager will be released on June 28th, by the way. Uh, this is interesting. Sammy Hagar says that there are no hard feelings with the members of Van Halen, so much so that he wants his and Michael Anthony's group, The Circle, to open for the, the David Lee Roth-led band if and when they ever decided to tour again. What? Yeah. On May 10th, The Circle, featuring uh, Hagar and Anthony alongside Jason Bonham and guitarist Vic Johnson, will release their first album of all original material. It's called Space Between. Uh, the band kicks off their tour on Friday. And he had said, despite his efforts, he hasn't personally connected with Eddie and Alex since their his final tour with the band in 2004. He said, I love those guys. Uh, I don't want to be back in the band. I swear to God, I love this band right here. It's all good. But I would like to be friends with him. So much so that, you know, he'd open for him. It's a fact that Sammy Hagar was doing quite well. Prior to joining Van yeah. Halen. Yeah. It was sort of a, hey, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. It was not like, I really need this. He could have continued being a successful solo act. And you know what? Sammy's a good guy. 
Yeah. I've, I've followed his career for a long time. I've met him on a few occasions, and he's a good guy. And I like the Sammy Hagar, Van Halen stuff. I'm telling you, man, best of both worlds yeah. is one of... And, and listen, uh, trust me, I listen, uh, Fair Warning is one of my all-time favorite albums, but... There's some really good Hagar stuff in there, too. A lot of people dismiss that, but Best of Both Worlds is one of my favorite Van Halen songs. All right, one last thing, Steve. I'm only including this. You sent me the audio, and I haven't heard it yet. It says Madonna's pompous tease for her new album. Yeah. So I was curious about hearing that. So she posted on Instagram. It's an explanation of what her album is about and the mindset, and it's every bit as pompous as you would expect it to be. Okay, I want to hear this. Here we go. Really? The music? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Okay. It, right. it gets, gets better. Right. Thing that hurt the most was that I, wasn't I decided to call my record Madame X. I wasn't lost. Madame X is a secret agent. I am Madame X. Traveling around the world, changing identities, fighting for freedom, freedom. bringing light to dark places. I bring light to dark places. Madame X is a dancer, I'm a dancer, a professor, a head of state, a housekeeper, an equestrian, a prisoner, a student, a mother, a child. Wait, she's created like this Laura Croft type character? Uh, yeah, or this character, or... Madame X. Okay. She drives, she drives bro, do, bro doser. She drives bro doser. <laughs> <laughs> a nun, a singer. What's that? An accountant, oh. a mime, a chiropodist, a haberdasher. <laughs> A phrenologist. A phrenologist. A, a whore. A whore. A dozer. A whore. And a spy in the house. A spelunker. Of love. I'm Madame X. X. Oh, come on. The apothecary. <laughs> All right. I mean, come on. I know, I know. Uh, the, uh, Ma- Madonna thinks she's still relevant. And... <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, that, that's fine. It, but... Follow, I've created fo- a character named Madame X. She's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Follow suit, I think, with the other aging musicians. Let's face it, sure. that's what she is. Is have fun. Yes. Instead of I've created this character. Art. She brings art and darkness to the light of the day of the thing of the yeah. guy. She is the one, the only one who can drive Brodozer. <laughs> Madame X. She has the key that will turn Brodozer's engine on. Performing incredible backflips for Monster Jam. I look. I look at somebody like um, take like a Rod Stewart. You know, yeah. tremendously successful uh, singer. Um, but at some point, he realized, okay, um, I'm not really relevant anymore. Yeah. So uh, you know what? I'll do these fun cover songs. I'm going to reinvent myself a little bit. And uh, and had great success yeah. with that, doing big band standards and things like that. Madonna could do dance, fun music, and. And drive Brodozer. <laughs> I drive Brodozer. <laughs> Forward, backwards, flips. I do them all. I got him in. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're just oh my lost. god! Everything fell out of the ashtray. All my change is all over the floor. <laughs> I forgot. To- I had a cup of coffee in the cup holder. <laughs> oh my god! What a mess! It's all over my dress. What a I mess! Had an dress. <laughs> all right, we're getting one more time. One more time. All right, here we go. Madame X, watch this. Forward, here we go. Full range. Revving it. Here we go. Here we go. Ah! 
<laughs> Forgot to put my seatbelt on. A lot of mileage out of Brodo. Adam <laughs> Max. All right. I, I always come back to um, this is forty and the the notion. Of, oh, you expected this to sell? Right. No, these don't sell. Yeah, they don't sell anymore. They I understand the need to be creative. I think there's sure just, you can keep working. And just... there's an inherent there's it, to me this sounds a little pompous. This this you know I've created a car- come into my world. I'm a healer and a virgin and a slut. Mm-hmm. A healer. I a... work for Pep Boys and I'm the Pope. <laughs> what? what? Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, everything. Yeah. I'm everything. Yeah. I'm every woman. I'm Madam X. I'm Professor X. So, I'm bald and dry. <laughs> Have a jazzy scooter. <laughs> so that's her. That's her latest venture. Okay. All righty. Let us uh, let us take one last break. When we return, we'll have uh, that first letter for you to uh, gather and get ready for the Word of the Week prize. And uh, Pierre should be here, right? He's, yes. Uh, all right, cool. We'll check in with him, see what's going on. Stay with us. We'll return in a mere moment. We've shared a lot of MMR stories during our 50th birthday celebration. This year for our birthday, we'd like you to share yours. Maybe you want a cool prize like a pair of concert tickets or even backstage passes. Maybe even a trip to London. Maybe you went to an MMR event like the Louie Louie Parade or the Cardboard Classic or even Zappoween all those years ago. Maybe you've met one of us at a concert or a local club. Did you win a CD or a cassette or even an album? Maybe you got a tour of the station. Who knows? We want to hear about your MMR moment, whatever it might be. So call our MMR memory message recorder. Get it? MMR. At 610-771-9666 and tell us your story. Stay brief and focused, just like me. We'll play them back during my MMR birthday broadcast, April 29th. We can't tell our story without you sharing yours. Together, we're 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Good morning. 1035 and the Preston Seat Radio Program. Day number one after uh, a little bit of a break. And uh, several people taking breaks last week, this week. is Spring break, Easter break. Yeah, it's at that time. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a good time for it, though. Enjoy. However, weather-wise, not really cooperating too much today. That breeze has really kicked up, at least here in Ballow. We can see the trees moving around. Temperatures are dropping. Uh, we had that nasty rain overnight, caused some uh, power outages and yes. down power uh, d- down uh, trees and so on. But maybe uh, this wind will blow out some of the windows so we can get some air in here. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be great. Yeah, because right now people are bringing their cigars in here like it's a humidor. It's ninety eight degrees in here probably. Uh, <laughs> Sunday tomorrow sixty five, partly cloudy on Wednesday sixty six. But you know whatever, man. Our our entire building, not just our floor. Our entire building is going through this huge reconstruction. I said it's like the Winchester Mansion. You, yeah. you walk around and suddenly where there was a door, there's a wall. Yeah. And now there's a door There's a door in the ceiling. Yeah. And, there, there, you know, there's all these bizarre things. It is very strange. And you see a widow wandering around. <laughs> and apparently it's uh, it's affected the uh, heating and air conditioning because it's hot as balls in here. But uh, It's weird. When, and sometimes, I'm sure you've had the experience, Preston, you'll, you'll go down a hallway and there's a big piece of cheese just uh, at the end of it. Like, yeah. yeah just huge an entire, amazing. yes. Yep. It's amazing. Uh, I would like to thank Sean Aston for being on our show yeah. this morning. He is such a class act. He's a great guy. Uh, no Good Nick is premiering on Netflix today. By the way, it's a uh, it's basically a sitcom, a multi-camera sitcom that he is in, and he's happy to have a, a regular gig. And, and uh, you know, and Netflix has been known to embrace some shows that have some success, so hopefully that'll be good for But him. it has a darker edge, he yeah, says. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. a little bit more malevolent. So thanks for uh, coming by. Pierre Robert is indeed here. How you doing, sir? I heard you guys talking about the heat. 
And the second I opened the door, yeah, right? <laughs> it's just like global warming has even hit the inter- inner sections of MMR. Is it's it like, just in this studio? Or is, oh, no. It's, it's, it's this, it, this floor. Okay. The second you get off the elevator and come in <sighs> to the uh, compound. The hallway yeah. is the good, fine. The hallway's, the hallway's a little better. Fine. Yeah. 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 We should just bring our microphones out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 and I, I said, can we turn the thermostat down? And they all laughed at me. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. Studio 4 It is down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Rodney said, well, we've we've got a little problem. Yeah. <laughs> and if Rodney's saying that, we have a problem. We have a, Rodney's the one that fixes problems. Big problem if he says we have a little problem. But yeah. thank God he's on the case. All will be well. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Good to be back. We missed you, kids. Thank you. You look happy and swell and refreshed and regarded. <laughs> we, are, we feel regarded. Yes. I, I'm hoping everyone feels regarded today. I went to bed early last night just for the uh, the tornado warning to wake me up at 3 in the morning. You yeah. Know, Did you like get was, any warnings where you were? I was getting ready to go to bed at the tornado warning. Uh. And, um, uh, I yeah, and it wouldn't st- – and I was watching the repeat of Nixon on CNN. CNN ran this great uh, four-part series on – Tornadoes oh, with oh, Nixon? Yeah, Tornadoes <laughs> with Nixon. They're quite uh, impressive to see. <laughs> regarding Nixon. No, it was a four-part thing called Tricky Dick. It was like the history of Richard Nixon. Fascinating. And um, so I was I was watching the end of it, uh, and then that tornado warning came on, and it wouldn't go off. Oh, boy. And I said, all right, I've heard the warning. Now let me – and I was on the on-demanding thing. And it still wouldn't let me. It was on, I was huh. on my own private thing. It overrode that. It overrode yes, it everything. Does. Interesting. I couldn't, and I tried to switch the channel. It you need to get into the basement, Pierre. It, it absolutely did. <laughs> um, and, and I did. Wow. Did you? Did you take precautions? I, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, you don't have a basement, do you? Well, I sort of kind of do. Okay. You, uh, got you don't have a storm cellar with, uh, with your preserves down there? <laughs> I actually... My grandmother had preserves <laughs> in the basement. You know, I, yeah. uh, my um, house was built in 1962 in the height of the Cold War, and it had a bomb shelter. Wow. Is that right? It did. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, it makes uh, makes for a great wine cellar now. Yeah. Um, but it um, when I walked in there, I go, this is the bomb shelter. And then you saw all these pipes... Which went up to the newly contaminated radioactive air from all the bombs that had fallen that were going to go right into your safe space. I assume you're supposed to hook up a filtration system, right? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't get that part. <laughs> but I, I, it just. It, anyway, now, yeah. now it's all moldy, but it's. <laughs> but you have there to go to if there's a tornado. I, I yeah. have it to go to, and I and debated it. And, and I to go, get drunk. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll drink my wine and sit all in the bomb shelter and look at the mold. <laughs> look at that mold. What the hell's happened to my I'll life? That mold beats yeah, that mold to the end of the wall. So damn good to the bomb shelter and the alarms. Freaking roosties. And, and everything else, I was doing fine. Mm. What the hell's going on? I don't know. The communist attack. <laughs> all right. Uh, Hi, it's, welcome back. It's hey. heat stroke is what it is. We're delirious. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. Exposure. With- with Pierre today because we will be he will be delirious as we have been today with the uh, the heat that we're dealing with in here. It's, it's very <laughs> steamy. Uh, yeah. Let's do the letter of the day. We do have that to go to. That is what I was thinking would be the next logical procession. All right, let's proceed. Preston and well Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter W as in welcome back. Yay. Oh, that's nice. 
And we have a pair of tickets to the Jim Brewer Residency. This Saturday, uh, the show is, and it's 420, by the way. Oh, uh, Yeah, at uh, Sound Waves at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Jim's new home in Atlantic City. Uh, plus a room for that night and a $100 food voucher. Must be 21 to enter to win. Tickets for both Hard Rock shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com with more dates to be announced soon. So collect those letters, win that prize on Friday. Love to have you take that. Uh, what's coming up on the program, sir? Well, I uh, thank you for asking. We'll have uh, more tickets for KG Elephant. Uh, our passes for the PR Presents, which is now coming up this very Friday. They're going to play for us at Ardmore, do a little matinee. It'll be fun. It's a great venue. It's really cool. Um, we also have, speaking of tickets, um, today we will have uh, tickets for Rival Sons, who will play Wednesday at Union Transfer, and that'll include meet and greet passes. And um, we have two opportunities at 11 and 1 for Fund You 2 uh, to win 1000 bucks plus Workforce Blocks of Cage and Bruce. And it is tax day, so some yeah. money songs, some tax songs, all on a thematic block coming up later on. Very good. Thank you, sir. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by A.D. Moyer. A.D. Moyer Lumber is celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. Four generations, one family, one commitment. Learn more at ADMoyer.com. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Okay, so tomorrow, <clears throat> Tattoos Day, and listen to this. Two guests on the program arriving together. Cindy Williams... Shirley of Laverne and Shirley yes. will be here in our studio, and Dee Dee Cohn, Frenchie from Greece. Wow. Just watched they're Greece last tattoos? night. We'll yeah, be both in our t- studio tomorrow. That's I'm so excited cool. about yeah. that. I love it. So, I love them both. Yeah, especially Cindy Williams. It'll be a lot of fun. So those ladies will be joining us. They're playing a show at the Bucks County uh, Playhouse. It's freaking awesome. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. You have 42 new messages, unread messages. Hey, Breston and Steve, it's Monday. It can't be Monday. That's crazy. Next message. Hey, Matt Burns, that here, your Appalachian Trail correspondent. I'm standing at the top of Mount Rogers looking up at a stormy sky that's headed my way. But you know what? It's better than being at work now, isn't it? Be safe, y'all. Next message. Just a little reminder for Katie Boy coming back from vacation that Buxco rules and Delco drools. See you later, sucker. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.